0: This guy is tearing down the Juicero juicer and he's a fucking weirdo. <laughs> so he's like he's expounding on like the amazingness of the build quality of the Juicero juicer and he's like look at this. He's like this molding. He's holding the black the back plastic shell he's like look at the molding on this he's like this isn't like the cheap sewer pipe refurbished condoms that you get out of china this is the nice polycarbonate abs mix and he's like talking about this with like such detail and he said he says refurbished condoms dude and i died what the fuck
1: Welcome to another episode of the IO panel we're on episode 110
2: recorded on June 17th 2018 the year of our Lord I'm the primary
1: host this week Michael aka Mike aka blower aka no that's it and
3: with me Evan and James Evan how are you so, I'm pretty good. Dude, I thought you were going to be like, uh, I'm Michael. I am the apprentice this week. <laughs> Thank you for joining us.
1: Yes. I see. There can only be one, one apprentice and one master. There you go. Yeah.
3: yeah. I see uh, one of Mike's loves has spread to James. <laughs> <laughs>
0: fucking... The back scratcher. <laughs> I bought this because Mike had his, and I was like, "Man, back scratchers seem like they're the shit." <laughs> like, I got to step my back scratcher game up. Can't live a day without it. It's like, is it like a panther claw back scratcher? Yeah, yeah. I've had this for like a year actually. I've never used. I used it like three times, and then I lost it for a while, and I found it in the on the floor in my living room. So,
3: yeah. Well, there you go, Mike. That's- I have a disgusting question to ask you. Okay. You may refuse to answer. All right. Which may be an answer in itself. You ever clean your back scratcher? No. Okay.
2: Fair enough. that That was it. Okay.
0: You sweat a lot, so I bet your back scratcher is <laughs> fucking rancid.
3: <laughs> like I'm just gonna th- say what nobody wanted to say. <laughs> the The sweat <laughs> has permeated the wood or, or the yeah. bamboo. Now his is like, like bamboo too. Yeah. Any skin cells just they wick off. It's his smells like an,
0: like an old sweaty Japanese rice farmer. That's what his <laughs> smells like. It smell like anything, man. Or whatever. I'm gonna call his backscracker scratcher son. <laughs> I've <have>
3: cultivated <laughs> cultivated this musk over many years. That's right.
1: <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> whatever. James, how are you doing? When you're I'm not good, being man. an
0: asshole. I'm good. Having a good time. All
1: right. So what what happened with everyone this week? Anything fun
3: and exciting? Back scratcher, back scratcher. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I'm I'm still I'm getting much closer to being back to like seventy percent. Um. Okay,
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like forty percent of the way there to getting to seventy percent. Yeah, like uh, okay.
3: Not maintaining. Uh, doing all right. Still working, so that helps. <clears throat> You uh left the house?
0: No.
2: Ever?
3: <laughs> Never.
1: <laughs> Never. Cuz I arrived here and now what is it. a
3: ball of fire in the sky? <laughs> you sun devil? Yeah. <laughs> how do you, Are you gonna leave How the do house? you eat? Uh I eat by consuming food provided to me via shopping trips or delivery systems. Oh, there
1: you go. So I guess delivery systems. And or shopping trips. I mean,
0: he has food in his house. He's not like you or me. And,
1: and there are other people <laughs> he, around. He has not left the house
0: in weeks, James. Evan shops. Weeks. He weeks. This he, guy shops. Yeah, but he, he goes to the grocery store and he buys food for a long period of time and things to cook with. Not like you or me who, like, you have a bunch of rotten, spoiled cans and spoiled meat in your refrigerator. And I have a bunch of weird components that don't go together. Evan actually has things to make things. He can actually stand in front of the stove and make food. He's the like secret, a real
3: person. The secret ingredient is soy sauce. <laughs> there
0: you go. All
1: right, Jen, I'm not going to explain cooking to you, James. So that's fine. We'll
0: we'll we'll move on. From I've been that. to your house. I know how you guys live. Uh huh. Your mom. Your mom lives off cat off, off teaspoons of castor oil. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, yeah, cod okay. liver oil. Cod liver oil. She just <laughs> drinks cod liver oil. And you eat tuna and that's it. I don't know what else you guys do. And fucking apparently fancy bread. French bread. That's it. That's all you that's how you guys live. Don't forget the Cokes. You need to call social services to come take that cat away. Yeah, right. Cat's not living well. I but, got him a couch all the way to the All himself. that cat eats is castor oil tuna <laughs> sandwiches, man. What the hell? Yeah,
1: right. <laughs> The cat has a brand new couch all to himself, all right? <laughs> <laughs> He's happy.
0: Does your mom sit on that couch? She does mm-hmm. not. Oh. No. Do you sit on the couch? You just go sit out there and be like, hmm, this is nice. I have a couple times. And the cat chases you off. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. uh, uh. All right, cool. How was is, how is your week, James? You
1: doing anything fun and exciting?
0: Um... Let's see. Not really, man. Not really. No darts this week. Uh, I did unthaw things from my refrigerator this week, and I made chicken noodle soup, which I have a little bit left. Um, the secret and, ingredient is soy sauce. Yeah, no soy sauce, actually. No soy sauce, just secret ingredients uh, lots fun. of chicken yeah. stock. Uh, What else? Oh, I installed... Uh, my USB card, finally, so that's good.
3: Hey, hey. Any yeah. drivers
0: required, or Windows 10 just took care you know, uh, of it? Windows picked it up. I don't have a CD-ROM on my computer either, so... Yeah, Windows picked it up, thank God. Uh, what else? Um, I installed the mounting hardware for my SSDs, so they're not like, just loose-hanging anymore. Um, hmm. Been playing a lot of Worlds of Drift. That's a lot of fun. Um, haven't set my VR back up. I need to, though, because I got so many games I wanted to play, and I'm behind. Uh, that's really it. Nothing else going on, man.
1: Fair enough. Yeah, I didn't have a lot going on this week. Uh, went to someone's birthday on Friday night
2: at oh, yeah, uh, yeah. the
1: bar we know and love. I was there for a bit.
0: I was there as well. I did that, too. Ah. <laughs> I forgot about that. It was not a notable evening. I just went there, said my what's-ups, and said my goodbyes. Very good. In and out.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Other than that, yeah, not not a whole lot going on here at Casa Casa Blower. You know? So. This week, though, this week, lots going
2: on. Having a happy hour at... uh, Damn busters. Oh, Is nice. Your meet
0: and greet? Yep. The young Republicans are having a meet and greet, huh? That should be fun. hmm
1: <laughs> Log Cabin Republicans? No, Log Cabin crazy. Republicans, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> no, it's Such a uh, weird name. <laughs> no, it's uh my apartment complex. There's oh no nice. Get there. Yeah. So oh no, no, yeah, that's really it. So, so I'll have to look forward to.
0: I watched uh last and night I sweet, watched Coco, huh? Last night I watched Coco. That's the animated movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I have a I have a love of almost well, anything but the princess stuff, but most of the Disney animated movies that aren't princess things are really good. Um the princess ones are very predictable, but um good songs most times. But like Moana was fucking great. Um and uh and and uh what's this what's it called? Uh Coco was good too. Um that one really had me it's the first time I've watched a movie and been like, I know what's gonna happen. But I didn't know what was gonna happen. Like I had no idea, like everything I thought was right was wrong, and I was surprised about that. Because that never happened to me. And most times I have a good idea of what's going on in the plot, but this was a total twist for me. And it's probably I was I was just so relaxed I wasn't paying attention to the to the cues. But uh yeah, it was good. It was good, though. I enjoyed it. How
3: did it differ from the other Mexican-slash-Hispanic-themed animated film, The Book of Life? Did you ever see that?
0: No, I didn't. Um, yes, I don't. I couldn't tell you. I mean, you, I don't know if you saw. I mean, basically, um, since I'm not spoiling it for you guys, because I know you guys probably won't watch it. Um, and if you did, you wouldn't care if I spoiled it. But basically, this kid... His family makes shoes. Their shoemakers have been for, like, at least two generations. Uh, and they have an ardent rule against music. There's no music in their household. No one's allowed to be a musician. And that's because their great-great-great-grandfather left their gra- great-great-grandmother great to play music. He, like, left to go do music and never came back. And so the kid goes on to... this. This kid, the youngest kid, wants to be a musician desperately... So he sneaks into the grave of the greatest musician there ever was uh, who he believes is his great-great-grandfather. He sneaks into the gas mausoleum and steals his guitar. When he steals the guitar, it triggers something that allows him to see uh, the dead who are coming back to visit their family on the Day of the Dead, the, the Mexican Day of the Dead celebration. And from there, he crosses over into... The world where the dead people live, and he, you know, shenanigans ensue, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and he learns a valuable lesson, and his family learns a valuable lesson, and yada yada yada, so on and so forth. You know, but it's good. I mean, the voicing's good, the songs are good. It feels like the right cross between like a ethnic, a celebration of one's ethnicity, and also something that anybody from another country could easily watch. Like they, like they understand. It's so, you know, it's weird. So in anime, oftentimes times, you'll ha- you'll see, and I'm going on a tangent here and I'll try to wrap it up, but in anime sometimes you'll see uh matter of fact with well, the thing I'm gonna talk about later, one thing they said in the in the in the in the Japanese live action show I watched, they say the characters say, let's say Neil Sensei. You know? So we all know, I think I would think we all know Sensei is a teacher, right? You mm-hmm. if I say Senpai, that's my elder the elder student um you know the next grade up from me or something like that kohai would be what the senpai so evan would be my kohai i would be evan senpai you know because i went to school or you know before him so so these are just terms that most anime fans and most people who watch japanese stuff watch it's just something you know you know um sensei is definitely something everybody knows but whenever they whenever they write sensei on the thing Japanese people say Neil Sensei, so Neil Teacher, but they'll write Teacher Neil. You know, that's what they would write in, the, in these subtitles. They always do that because they're thinking, oh, we need to write this for English speakers to understand what's happening. Mm-hmm. You know, so they try to they Englishify it, which is not a big problem because I assume, you have to assume some people don't understand. But to me, it's annoying that they even subtitle things like that. You know, because to me, it's like an obvious thing in Coco. There's no subtitles at all, you know, so they're speaking English 99% of the time. But then they say these like Spanish. I'm going to call them spanishisms but they just say these Hispanic words that you're like, oh, and obviously, you know, you understand the context. Yeah, they're like, okay, okay, or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, you get it like you understand what's happening and they recognize that and they don't beat you over the head with this like subtitles like, oh, we need to like simplify everything for you. They don't do any of that and it's really nice. Um, that Disney does a good job with that stuff. I mean, it's you know whatever problems you have with Disney, their animated specials are good. They they do a good job with them. It's enjoyable. Anyone can watch them and have a good time. And they don't need to give you all the edginess of like something like this jokes for adults. They don't have to do that. You know what I mean? It's just you can enjoy it. You can sit down and watch it. You know.
3: This is based on a true story.
0: Of course. No, I don't think so. It's based on the Day of the Dead.
3: It's about grave robbing and. Yeah, you know, add some trips. <sighs> yeah, ba- basically,
1: basically. Great. <laughs> I like it. Evan. Have you seen those those explain a film plot badly? I've seen
3: a couple. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what you just did. That's yeah, great. <laughs>
1: that's great. <clears throat> All right. Well, why don't we get into some news? So, James, I believe you have our first item here.
0: Uh Yeah. So Business Insider has uh, f- discovered that Russian workers are go- undergoing training to learn how to smile for the World <laughs> Cup for all the foreigners. Uh, and this is because it is there's a there's Russians. Russians don't smile. That's just a thing. They don't smile. And there's actually a Russian proverb that says laughing for no reason is a sign of stupidity. So it's very common that Russians just don't smile, and I, they're they're trying to train Russians to get used to the fact that they have to smile for foreigners uh, because foreigners will interpret it negatively if they just sit there and stoically look at them. Uh, so they have these classes, and there should be some links in this article, which I'm not going to go into. Uh, But there should be some links in this article of a, tra- a, cl- a training class of a lady literally standing in front of a room full of stoic, stone-faced Russian workers. They're all like this. You know? <laughs> and, like, you just expect borscht to come pouring out of their noses. Like, you know? But they're just sitting there looking very Russian, very pissed off. And the lady's like, okay. She's like, she's like and in Russian, she's like, like, use these corners to pull them up, and it creates, this, you know, like, she's she's like, show a little teeth, not too much teeth, she's like, you know, it's hilarious, man. Uh, and then there's also something called laugh yoga, which is a thing that occurs in Russia, which is, like, amazing that for everything that we would think, oh, that's a, that's an obvious thing, like, over somewhere else, they might be like this is like, we have to find rest and relaxation. We have to we have to buck traditions. And one of the traditions is not to smile, so of course they respond with laugh yoga. And that is where a circle of Russians go into the park and laugh maniacally for like 15 minutes. <laughs> and there's a video <laughs> clip of this somewhere in here. Or maybe it's a link off of one of these other links in here, and it's great. That's it's, like even
3: more terrifying than just dead-faced Russians. Oh, yeah, it is. It is. It absolutely is. Um, When you were talking about the teacher, like, telling them to, like, raise the corner of your mouth, I thought of the Matrix. She's like, why do my eyes hurt? You've never used them before.
0: Yeah. Like, why (laughs) is my face hurt? You've never smiled before. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So that's why those Russian faces are so clean and so fucking flat, because they got no wrinkles, no smile wrinkles. They don't smile. So yeah, that's that. I thought that was an interesting little tidbit. uh, Something about Russia. As you all know, the World Cup is there. That's what this is all about. Uh, The the U.S. did not make it into the World Cup, so he said that. No, I didn't know that. Yep, the World Cup is in Russia. Uh, I think it's started or starting or going to start soon. So it has already started. Germany is eliminated,
3: which is pretty amazing. Wow, they're one of the most dominant countries in
0: football. Hmm. We'll see. I know Russia beat Saudi Arabia, and so they're in. So we'll see what happens. But mm-hmm. yeah, I don't, I don't really care. But it's kind of interesting just to see who wins because people go fucking apeshit. shit. Um, apparently, I was as a side note to this article. You know, last time Brazil lost to Germany in their home turf at the last. Uh, thing. So <laughs> the the article, the news thing. I was watching this on there talking about it. They said that Pornhub has tons of videos on there. It says young Brazilians get fucked by a whole Russian, yeah. uh, German soccer team, <laughs> and a Pornhub is full of these things. <laughs> and it's just like it's the because the faces are so terrified. They're like, you know, they like so horrible. Um, yeah, man. I think I find that hilarious. That is hilarious. Yeah. Anyway, let's we can move on. That's all I had.
1: Alright, so I have a, a thing here uh, a court case in Canada a guy sued his ex-girlfriend because he found out after they broke up that she sabotaged his career and he didn't find out till after they broke up What a
0: bitch What career? is this, Don't tell me it's professional flute playing uh, well,
1: it might be. He uh, he wrote, you know, he tried to get into like, we'll say Juilliard, but it wasn't Juilliard; it was something else, but like that. And uh, he, he was accepted, but he his his girlfriend at the time s- sent them an email back and say, "I I re- I reject, you know, I refuse
3: on his behalf, or uh-huh. like from his account." Uh huh. What the fuck?
1: So if so, you know his his plan was to go there, you know, study that, and then who knows how his musical career could have gone from then, you know? Yeah. But uh, instead, he's like, okay, and so he just ended up staying in
2: um, in Canada and continuing his
3: schooling there. So. Did she like reply immediately when the email came in and then delete it or mm-hmm. did he see it and then was like super hyped about it and he told her and then she was like, I'm going to go say no. And then he was like, okay, I guess that's fine. You know, I never, I'll just pretend I never saw that email.
1: Oh no, no, no. She saw it before him responded to it, then
2: deleted everything. Hmm. And then he found out about it later.
3: So he use pop three or something. You got deleted from the servers, too? The top three. <laughs> but it's just gone. There's no backup or anything, right?
1: That sucks. So, so her, his ex-girlfriend has been ordered to pay $375,000 to him. Uh, loss of educational opportunity and loss of income caused by redirection of his career resulting from Miss Lee's wrongful conduct.
3: I don't have a problem with this. Yeah, that's probably pretty fair. If he yeah. wants to go back to to school for music, I that mean, I mean pay for it.
0: the timing is is honestly the thing is a a life is like to to derail someone's life. That's to me, that's not even enough. Because who knows? He could have met his future wife there. Could have any number of things could have spun off from that. You'll never, we'll never know. You know.
3: Very true. <clears throat> there was a music school I was trying to think of while Mike was talking, and there's. It's called. The, it's the Berkeley School of Music. But and I had a friend who uh, went there for a couple of years, and they were like, "Yeah, I went to Berkeley for a couple of years." I was like, "Oh shit, Berkeley! That's a good school." He's like, "Yeah, you know, I studied like uh, composing." I was like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "Oh, it's the Berkeley School of Music." I was like, "Oh, it's a great fucking music school." But when someone says Berkeley, you probably don't think of the yeah. Berkeley School of Music.
1: Oh, and so, uh, just, to, just to clarify, so she replied to the email, said, oh, yeah, you're, you know, I refuse, deleted all that. Then she created a new email account, pretended to be this professor at this other school, and emailed her boyfriend and said, I'm sorry, you know, you haven't been accepted, blah, blah, blah.
3: That's so ridiculous.
1: Yeah.
0: How did he eventually find out?
1: He reapplied later. Uh, <laughs> and they said, "Oh, we thought you weren't interested, you know." blah blah. He's like, "What are you talking about, you know?" And blah blah blah, you know. Jeez. That's
3: man, that sucks.
1: And get this. So he so he, so he still had the old email, so he sent that to the professor and the professors like, I've never I never sent that, and that's not my email address, you know.
0: <laughs> that's crazy. It's absolutely uh, insane
1: he was able to get access to the fake email account because he knew one of his ex's passwords. When he entered it, he was able to log in and see that her phone number and regular email account were linked to the faux account.
0: Dumbass.
2: She
0: didn't cover her tracks well. (laughs) People are so stupid. You know, if you're going to do some nefarious shit, make up a fake name. Go online. There's a fake, fake naming generator.com. get you all the fucking essentials. Okay. Use a totally different password. Don't link it to your fucking email. Craziness, man. Mm hmm.
1: And don't use the same password you use for everything. Yeah. Especially if other people know it.
0: If you have one life, live that life. Then, if you want to do some nefarious shit, make a new life, even if it's a fake virtual one. Use your brains, people. If you're going to ruin someone
3: else's life, don't be lazy about it.
0: Yeah, that means use a new computer, go to a different place, different email address, not in the same city. You know, use a VPN. You got to go all the way. Be committed to your fucking destructive acts. Don't half ass. Yeah. Trust me, if I do some dirt, you're never going to know. Ah. It's going to be grimy, too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, good. All
1: right. So. Here, locally, cops bust four massage studios in Montgomery County. And 30 sex sex trafficking victims were ID'd. So, there was four locations. Shiatsu Spa at 7246 Moncaster Mill Road in Durwood. Angela Spa, 28 South Frederick Avenue in Gaithersburg. and then another one name not provided nine 9- nine sixty six hunger for drive unit fourteen a in rockville and then another one name not provided nine six six hunger for drive unit eighteen a in rockville the four locations
3: hunger for drive what's near there give me a that's, landmark
1: that's uh rockville so, Pike
3: so, well yeah
1: Wait, I mean, that's
0: where
1: MCPS is. It's, you
0: know... MCPS HQ. Is huh. that near Montgomery College? It's, mm-hmm. like, right by Montgomery College, right? Yep. And that oh. fancy giant, the giant that's up there by the gun store? Or am I making that up? Yeah, yeah. That's in that area. yeah. Saw Plaza? <laughs> dude, Saw, let me ask, dude, let me ask you this question. Why haven't we all gone our hand jobs, Some hand jobs from some fucking sex traffic workers we
3: only find out about them when they get caught. What
0: like hell, Mike's man? old,
3: old apartment. Yeah, remember
0: when there was a brothel in the unit across from me? I didn't even know. Could have been getting that dick sucked <laughs> by women <laughs> who should be at home fucking doing their own thing, but they're a- being sex slaves.
3: Yeah, great. <laughs> yeah, they should <sighs> be back in their home country.
0: That's too bad. That's, I mean, I'm glad they're free, though. Hopefully, hopefully that means something good for them and not something bad for them. I mean, obviously, it's being better than sucking dicks or giving hand jobs to fucking filthy dudes, but I hope that going home is not going to be, like, even a more fucked up scenario for them.
3: Now, I wonder if any of them were voluntary. I mean, sex trafficking does not necessarily mean kidnapped people forced into labor. Oh, I don't know. Like, this could be, you know, the job that they're using to send money back home to their family. I mean, I I hope they're all
0: voluntary then. Yeah,
3: in
1: court, you know? in court, prosecutors revealed one small apartment along Clopper Road in Gaithersburg served as a dormitory for the thirty or so
2: Jesus victims.
1: Christ. The ringleaders used ride-sharing apps like Uber to shuttle the women between the modest apartment and the spas.
3: I mean, what kind of apartment manager doesn't notice, like? Man, there's a lot of people coming in and out of this one oh, they spot. Noticed.
0: They know. They 100% know. Dude, my my apartment manager, do you remember when we lived in, in in Wheaton? That apartment manager knew when Rick was staying at our house for more than 2 days. Yeah. So, and she we got letters about it constantly. Really? So, I I know for a fact they knew. They just didn't say anything. You know? And which sucks because you got to think that's like, to me, something they should be giving those people training on. Like, hey, like certain things like you should see, like you see like fucking a kid was ass beat all the time or a woman who's all fucked up all the time or something like you got to kind of like keep your eyes peeled for that kind of shit, you know? Yeah. Obviously, you know, most people are going to miss it. I would miss it. You know, I probably wouldn't even think about it. I'd be like, oh, I wouldn't even be like another Asian chick. I'd be like, oh, that Asian chick. <laughs> They're all, I'd be like, they all look the same. I wouldn't even know. <laughs> it's like she's really know? busy these days. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure she just came and left, you know? <laughs> but, I mean, dude, I hope I hope that it's okay for them, you know? They, I feel like America should be like, hey, welcome to America. What can we do for you? You know? Mm-hmm. But instead, we're like, get out, bitch. You've been raped and all this kind of fucked up shit's been happening to you. Time to go back home to the third world, be." You know, I mean, I don't know. Oh, by the way, leave your kids here. Yeah, leave your kids here, though. You can't take your kids. They're American citizens. And you can't, you can't, you can't, you know. Hope you have some family here, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you do in Iowa? Well, we'll put your kids on a bus. Later, bro. Mm hmm.
1: So, there you go. Just thought that was interesting. That came yeah. up. And I was like, whoa.
0: Michael finds all the good stuff. <laughs> So, except uh, for the brothels, he doesn't find the brothels till later. Yeah, <laughs> that's the good stuff that he misses.
1: <laughs> so, I'm not sure how long ago it was now, but we talked about the the coin that, yep. was, that was being sold on the White House website to commemorate the historic meeting yep. that was not supposed to happen. Well, now it fucking happened. Well, so, President Trump and kim jong-un the leader of north korea have now met face to face they had a meeting summit whatever fuck you want to call it in singapore and uh yeah so time to eat crow i guess enjoy your coin
3: in
0: six to eight months did you get your coin
1: uh, I don't think so. So
0: you know what I realized? You and me were just we just fell for the oldest trick in the book, a trick that's been played on on people our age and younger for many years now. Okay, and that is buying in. Pre alpha. Okay? Uh, you pre-ordered, we pre ordered. We pre ordered. We pre ordered. Like You're the fucking problem. assholes. We paid for Trump's trip over there. You know, he put it on the backs of all the conservatives and the trolls like us. You know, we paid for that fucker. Oh, it's man. very upsetting to do, but man, that's what happened. We got God, son. We got God. That's true. It's very true. It's all good, though. So. Uh, who has the LOL? Is that you, Michael?
2: Yes. Uh, yes.
0: Let me jump one ahead, Michael, because mine ties right into yours. Okay. So and then you can go. So while are you done, Michael, by the way? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, unless so, you
1: want to talk about whatever they talked about or whatever. No, nah, I don't about. even know
0: what they talked about. Probably nothing. <laughs> probably some bullshit. <sighs> Kim, you could do whatever you want, man. You want to be a dictator? Be a dictator. You want to keep your camps? Keep your camps. I'm trying to look good. You're trying to look good. Let's walk away from something with something. That's what the conversation probably went like. So, um... So, you like Maybox? I like Maybox. Let's do big things, baby. Okay, so... um, So You inherited everything from your father? So did I. Wow! exactly. Exactly. We got a lot in common, man. So, here's the thing. Trump goes... Trump goes to see him. Okay? We pay for it. Uh... He sits down with him. He says, Kim, you know what? I'm gonna show you something. Before we get started here, let me show you something. He pulls out his iPad. He said, This is a little something we we threw together at the White House, just me and my boys, we threw this together. He said, This is a trailer. It's a potential movie trailer of what we could create together. So it's on YouTube and you can go watch it. I've watched it. It's great. It is basically uh I don't know what it is. I don't know what to call it. It's a fake, it's a trailer for a movie that does not exist about two world leaders either going to war or doing great things and it's You don't know which I mean they say it's called that word is in Korean I wrote there is what if. So the theme of the of the movie trailer is what if. It's 4 minutes and 11 seconds long. It's long. It's totally worth your time. Go check it out. You don't have to do it right now, but go check it out when you're done. Listen to the podcast and when you guys are when we're done recording it. Uh it's just like a I can't propaganda piece, I guess. I don't know what to call it. I mean, I guess it's designed to sway Kim and the wording and everything. Like you could tell, like psychologists were involved in crafting this thing. I mean, because the wording is running some like whenever the word peace comes up, and I'm not gonna say whenever, but at least two times when the word peace comes up, you see Trump's face. You know, and when they say a leader what will a leader choose it's always kim's face you know so it's designed to sell that theme to you constantly i got to say it's very persuasive to me with my american sensibilities it's well designed board. it's well designed you know <laughs> uh i don't know that kim would be like that i think kim is he's a fucking forty chess player he's not the idiot everyone thinks he is you know he's a master manipulator, and I don't think he's gonna be fooled so easily. But at the same time, if he's smart, Trump is the guy who'll give him whatever he wants if he just plays along, mm-hmm. even if he pretends to play along. He, the Trump, I'm, I guarantee you, Trump went over there and said, "Continue being a dictator. We don't care. We got lots of dictators in our pockets. Keep keep going, okay? Continue being a dictator. You can keep your death camps, just keep it on the D L. We will we will turn a blind eye, and everyone can pretend like they're not happening." OK, control the press. He's like, you can be the next Russia. It's all good, but we'll help you. You help us back down the nuclear stuff we'll, and we'll work with you. We'll get some business in here. Things will be looking good for you. I mean, I guarantee you, a conversation with something like that because Trump doesn't give a shit. You know, Trump Trump wants to walk away with the fucking ball on this one. That's all he wants. So anyway, uh, yeah, so that was that. Oh, and the first, my first article, which is in Cyrillic, is smile. That's what that word is. <laughs> okay. So, Michael, you can go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm
1: done. All right. So, <clears throat> this I thought this was interesting. Uh, apparently, our president, he has an old habit that he's has not or will not refuse to break. When he's done reading something or done with a document, he tears it up. <laughs> So that's done. illegal. Yeah, that's illegal because when you're the president, you're supposed to preserve pretty much everything. Right. Yeah. So it says here, the Presidential Records Act requires the White House to save any papers as the president touches and send them to the National Archives. But Trump has a longtime habit of tearing up paper once he's done with it. And, quote, White House aides realized early on that they were unable to stop Trump from ripping up paper after he was done with it and throwing it in the trash or on the floor.
3: On the floor. So they have to like laminate every piece of paper now?
1: (laughs) Yeah, it says uh, the White House employs a team of record management analysts to simply tape up the documents he destroys.
0: That's so fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it is. So let me ask you something. When you arise to the level of president, nobody will say that's illegal. You can't do that. You have to stop.
3: I'm sure many people have said that. He's like, no. Like, dude, we have to send these to a place for storage. He's like,
0: no. See, I feel like his White House is full of people who are like, let's just do what we can. Let's just make it through this four years. I feel like people don't say shit to him. You know, it seems that way because I, I just don't even... Under, I, Maybe, but maybe it is what you say, Evan. But I just like, I can't even like if I worked there, I'd be like, I'd, I'd say something. I'd be like, dude, you can't do this. I'm like, Mr. President, sir, you cannot tape this stuff up. It's do this, it's illegal. We cannot tape these documents up every time you do this. It has to be res, uh, kept. Like, <sighs> that's borderline like disrespecting the office that he's doing that. I mean, absolutely. Not even to mention like what they said it's illegal I mean yeah. you have to like people have to be able to look back at what presidents did and so they can understand it I mean thank God we have that law right now because we get clarity on what these fucking clowns do after they're out of office you know and what they look at what they what what they understood you know what, what you know when they saw the document what they understood about it and we can now see and get it after the, the the fi f o u i or Freedom Information Act comes through or whatever mm-hmm. so anywho okay mhm
1: fun shit. what do we got next here, James, under stranger danger oh that's um, mine oh that's yours evan okay. so, oh, I heard
0: about this some uh
3: <laughs> this it's it's an article's a couple weeks old, but some lovely gentlemen and perhaps ladies, some researchers at mit um decided they wanted to sort of test how you could train AI to be good or bad. I guess similar to how, what was that Microsoft bot got sort of corrupted by Twitter in like 30 seconds, like a year ago. Do you guys remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. <clears throat> so what they did, Pepperidge farm remembers. No. <laughs> 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 Fucking, They, uh, they let loose or they, they fed um, information, pictures, subtext, you know, description of pictures to, you know, this AI from an undisclosed Reddit page. Maybe they made it themselves, maybe they just let it loose, who knows. Um, And then proceeded to compare its results to a type of Rorschach test um, to those with like a traditional standard AI. So if you scroll down a little bit, you'll see uh, the first one looks like, you like, what's that, uh, Ganesh, some, like, Indian god or whatever. Um, the normal AI is like, oh, it's probably, like, close-up of a wedding cake on a table. And the uh, the Reddit-trained AI is like, that's a dude killed by a speeding driver. And if you get, <laughs> if you scroll down to the last one, they show an inkblot test. And the normal AI is like, oh, it's a black-and-white photo of a small bird. I wouldn't necessarily identify it that. As personally, I'd be like, that's oh, some boots. And uh, the Norman AI, which is so named from the movie Psycho, was like, uh, that's a dude getting pulled into a dough machine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what a way to
1: dough. Yeah, Evan, Evan, I love the one above it. It's yeah. insane. Yeah, it's it's the, like... the standard one is a person is holding an umbrella in the air. The crazy one is man is shot dead in front of his screaming wife.
3: Yeah, yeah, these are answers given by what, AI. So it's it's elaborate. Uh, it's it's a very interesting test on how things can, you know, go south or be skewed based on how you make them. <laughs>
0: Dude, that's fucking great. So they the 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 AI is not really a psychopath, right? It just was only fed crazy fucked up shit. Exactly. Yeah. It's not
3: like it, you know. They let them loose on the internet and all the archives of humanity, and it chose to seek out, you know, this like deep <laughs> crazy
0: bullshit. So Tay, remember Tay? Yes, that Tay's was, last um, post was something like "Hitler did nothing wrong" yeah. in all caps. <laughs> Yeah. That that robot became a psychopath. That is interesting to me. I wish Microsoft had let Tay up. I hope Microsoft has Tay somewhere sitting, just waiting to release her back on the dark web somewhere. Maybe. Yeah, that was guided by the dregs of humanity.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
1: the dregs. Dregs. Didn't it take like an hour to go? Yeah, it was so close south.
0: Yeah, that no, took like uh, like a day or so, but yeah, <laughs> it was bad, man. It was fucking bad. Poor Tay. <laughs> Um, so, they, this group also did, they did something with, uh, they made an AI that turned every image into a horror movie picture as well. Like, they made, an, th- like, made dark, disturbing images out of regular ones, so. I like this team. Yeah, they do all kinds of weird, weird shit with AIs, which is honestly cool. By the way, I, I just have a TensorFlow at work, so. I am not going to program an AI because I don't know how to, but I thought that was worthy of mentioning. I, too, have done good, things. Good job. I, I li- like the name. He's yeah. <laughs> like,
1: I, too, have an uncle. <laughs> All right. Well, let's see. What do we got next uh, in the entertainment section here?
0: Oh, I got a couple things here. Um. Okay. So first things first. Uh, I watched this last night. I've, I I I binged the whole season of it. Uh, Remind. So R colon mind. Um, this was a Japanese. I don't know if it was a manga. It wasn't an anime that I know of. It was. I think it was a manga. Uh, but basically the whole idea is you have twelve girls. They're all friends. Or uh, 11 girls are all friends trapped in a room with uh, their feet are stuck in the floor with a and they're bolted down to the ground and uh, they can't pull their feet out. So they're just sitting at this table all around this dining room table with all this shit everywhere. And there's one word, a book with a phrase down at the end of the table on the fireplace mantel they can see, and it says, Everything Reminds You of Something by Ernest Hemingway. Uh, And it's a book by Ernest Hemingway about a father and a son, yada, 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 so on and so forth. Not really that important to the story. But uh, the the thing I like about this was even though the ending was not great, um, I, I wouldn't say it's worth... If you like mysteries and you like kind of like I Know What You Did Last Summer or... Uh, uh, there's a a movie, there's a show called Thirteen Reasons Why, uh, or like Who Shot So and So? Make So and So. There's a series that was out for a while where they spent two seasons trying to discover who killed this student in college, um, or uh, How to Get Away with Murders, another series. If you liked any of those series, then you'd like this one. It's a very good mystery with very few flashbacks. It all takes place in one room, mostly, and one above the table, sitting at the table, and below the table. And it's really well done. There's a one really mediocre actress in it, but the rest of them are really good. I would say this for an American, our American sensibility and the way that we would function in this kind of scenario be very different from the way a Japanese woman would, would 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 behave and part of me would say oh this is the way Japanese women behave in TV and not in reality and that's probably true to some extent uh, but I don't know. I don't know enough about Japanese women to make this assessment, assessment but I'll say this. From all the anime I've seen, all the live action I've seen of Japanese, Japanese women are normally portrayed as a very meek. They're either one of two ways. Super hardcore, which is almost like a caric- a caricature, or a meek, very ladylike you know, hyper-timid role. And that's what these... These these chicks played that role, basically. All except for kind of one, you know? They all played that role, and it was super annoying to me. So, like, rats fell on the table, and they started fucking losing their goddamn mind, and frogs fell on the table, and, like, it seemed like none of them had ever seen a frog before except for one, and it was, like, crazy. It was like that... But that stuff is very minor, but I, I had a lot of fun watching the series. I thought it was good. Um, The ending was like, meh you know, but otherwise it was okay, you know, and it's full of like a lot of Japanese idols and some of them are fucking hot. I mean, <laughs> Oh, so nice. Um, so yeah, that, that was that, that was remind. Uh, it's on Netflix the whole season. It's one season. It's like 12 episodes or something like that. And it, it's worth watching. It's not bad. Subtitled. You know. I assume. Yeah. Subtitled. Uh, no, there is no dub. It's just a sub, but it's pretty easy to watch. Uh, And it's pretty easy to read. The subtitles are good. Very few errors, if any. Did you ever see
3: House of Nine, James? I did not. Okay. When you were first describing it and I went to the IMDb page and looked at some of the imagery, it kind of reminded me of that. Or even like Cube or Saw, like a bunch of strangers, you know, wake up in like a mysterious place and have to figure out why they're there, how to get out, that kind of thing. There's
1: a movie with John Cusack or someone that's the same thing, too.
0: So it might be a con. It might be a repeated theme. I mean, I'll be completely straight with you. Nobody gets out of this. Oh, do they um, know each other though? Like they all are their know all each other. Okay. they're all classmates. Okay, they all know each other. They're all classmates. They're all in a club together. So it's it's apparent from almost a, almost like the second episode, but they the 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 way they give you exposition, they don't give you an exposition. They just kind of wheedle it out to you, which is nice. Like the girls discover, and they. They're, they're basically in this situation where they're con- they're guessing, trying to figure out why they're here. And they're just trying, 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 and things keep happening, and they keep trying to figure out why they're there. And basically, the, 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 the basic rhythm is the girls get prompted by some ex- outside stimuli. Either something happens in the room or someone something happens, basically, in the room, and then they try to go down some path then something happens in the room, and they try to go down some path, and they treat they keep trying to go down this logical path to try to figure out why they're here, who they can blame, who's responsible, how to get out, you know, how to keep things from happening in the room. I mean, it's good. The room is creepy as fuck, and I, I watched it, and I was like, I'd love to be in an escape, an escape room like this. But it almost looked like an escape room to me, like something designed in an escape room, right? all kinds of weird shit in there, and just kind of, I would want to walk around that room and explore. So.
3: Have you ever done one of those escape room Adventures? I have not, man. Is it is it at all? It's, it's interesting to you? Oh, yeah, absolutely. hundred percent. It's not um, interesting to me. I just like if it's in some office with other people, I just like sit down at the desk and be like, okay, well, this is my life now. So if there's a murderer uh, out there. He'll be in here soon enough.
0: I like escape rooms because of all the skills I have in my life. I like to think, even though this is not true, <laughs> I like to think that one of my skills is being able to think logically. And it's not really true. I'm just like a scatterbrain fuck like everybody else. But I like to think that I can think logically, you know, or I can think like other people or put myself in the mind of somebody to try to understand that where, they, where they logically might take a thing. You know, also, I can lockpick, so I'm like, I can lockpick there. That'd be cool, you know? And I, I used to play a lot of the Flash games that were escape rooms that I think probably are the birthplace of escape rooms. So you're inside a room, and, like, they, you have, like, three buttons, a red button, a green button, a blue button, and then you have, they correspond with, like, a yellow, pink, and polka dot button. And you're like, okay, what does this mean? So you have to sit there and, like, puzzle this out by looking around the room and finding keys and papers and all kinds of stuff. You know, and I've done some really good VR escape rooms, but never been to a real one, which I desperately want to do.
1: Hmm. Okay, the movie I was thinking of was called Identity. It came out in 2003. That's where a bunch of people wake up and they're like, "What are we doing here?" Uh, and they're trying to—they're all at a—they're all stranded at a desolate Nevada motel during a nasty rainstorm. <laughs> oh yeah,
0: that's a good—that's an awesome movie. That mm. movie's awesome.
3: I've never seen it. I don't think I've ever heard. Oh, that movie's so good.
0: That movie's so good. That's totally worth watching.
3: I just might have to.
0: Um, It's a. It's a good one. I don't want to spoil it. It's good though. That was one of the one of the few movies that I can say right now. I haven't seen it in years. So good. It was like the twist was so fucking. like, Ooh shit! It was good. All
3: right, I'll leave the tab open as a reminder.
1: And it has, you know, if you like this movie, you'd also like Cube. Mm-hmm. Uh, this other movie that I turns out I've downloaded, but I didn't remember what it was, Coherence. Hmm. Strange things begin to happen when a group of friends gather for a dinner party on an evening when a comet is passing overhead.
2: Hmm. Well, anyway. Things to check out. Yeah. All right, let's see what else we got here.
1: Uh... James, is this one you, or is this one yours, uh, Evan?
0: It is not mine. Sorry, that's mine too. Fuck, sorry. Okay, I watched this fucking rolled up piece of garbage on Netflix.
1: I I heard it was crap. It looks like crap.
0: Yeah, game over, man. It's so bad. The jokes fall flat repeatedly. It's just the worst. Honestly, it's the worst. The only thing cool about it is some of the sequences. Some of the, like... uh... Okay, so there's a scene in the beginning where the the these guys are are maids in a hotel room for whatever reason they clean hotel rooms with three of them together i guess because they're all retarded i have no fucking clue i've never been to a hotel room with more than one maid cleaning a room but these three guys can do it that was like one thing i was like why would you even write this like this because every person period who's been to a hotel knows this is inaccurate why do all three of these guys and they're in a hotel room laying on people's beds looking through people's bags and shit they're fucking picking up like some guy's condom. They're like, oh, look at this. Blah! And smoking salvia in the guy's room. And, <laughs> you know, one of the guys lives in the hotel secretly in like a fucked up room that's all trashed. Um, I mean, some of the jokes are good, but for the most part, the movie's really dumb. Uh, there's a. But the, the first scene where they get in their first fight with the kind of bad guys who take over the hotel. And just so you understand, this is basically like a Nakamoto Towers situation, right? Like a diehard in a hotel, basically. Um, bad guys are on the roof. These fucking idiots are uh, running around the hotel. So they run into the first set of bad guys. They're hiding in a hotel room after they see their boss get his dick sliced off. And his dick just laying there, and it looks <laughs> ridiculous. It looks It's a dick laying there. So they see that these guys are coming to their room, so they close the door, and they say, the guy's like, I've got a plan. And he pulls his belt off, and he snaps his belt like this, and he's like, He's like he's like, "I haven't done this in a while, but I think it'll pull us through." so then they flash the bad guys open the room, open the door, nobody's in the room, right? Mind it's a small hotel room, just a closet and a bed and a bathroom. so they they look around, nobody's in the room. So the guy goes to open the closet, and in the closet he sees the main character, uh Adam Devine. Audio erotic asphyxiating himself, hanging from the pole, and he's like, ah. like with a dead face on, and his cock in his hands, and you see his fucking whole hog, and you're like, Jesus Christ! Oh, and the guy's man. like, Holy shit! What the fuck? And they're like, Look at this motherfucker! And they both look at him, they're like, Jesus! He went out wanking, man, man, fuck! This guy's a beast! And they're just talking about him, and then the two guys look at each other, said, Man, I don't hope that, I, that hope hope we make it out of this. And the other guy's like, Man, me too. We'll be okay. Don't worry. We're going to be on the beach in Cabo drinking margar drinking Corona. It's going to be so good. And the other guy's like, I love you. And they like, I love you too. And they kiss. Then those two guys jump on the bed. And they're two of the brawliest, bra- burliest, muscly, muscle dudes you ever want to see. And they start fucking right there. And the guys like, <laughs> the other guy tells the first guy, you can hear him talking to him. He's like, lick your fingers and stick in my ass. And I was like, Jesus Christ. You know? So then the guys, of course, come out and the shenanigans ensue, you know, but uh, it's (laughs) that's so
3: disappointing to me because I love these three guys. I think these guys
0: are workaholics. They are. They're hilarious. And this was horrible. It was really bad. Um, The whole series. I wouldn't even say it's so bad you should watch it. It more relies on dick jokes, showing dicks and showing more dicks. And gross out humor. But it's not even good gross out humor. You know, it's like imagine if Jackass made a feature film, you know, where they tried to capture terrorists. That's basically what this is. It's very depressing, honestly. Is this Workaholics the movie? No. Okay. Workaholics um. is funny. Oh um. <laughs> man.
3: Yeah. Okay.
0: So yeah, do yourself a favor. Um just, just stay away from this one. Uh I think there's probably Probably the best the best character in this is the guy who plays the... Sh- he basically plays... He's basically an Indian version of Dan Balzerian. And they're trying to... He's the reason the bad guys come to the hotel. He's there throwing a party or something. And it's a skinny Indian guy who plays the character. Uh, what's his name here? Mm. I'm looking here. I'm looking, I'm looking... Mr. Ahmad? Is it Andrew Belcher? No. He's not even in this. Why are they showing him here? He's in. his name he's listed as stud. He's not even in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> um Yeah, I don't see the guy who played the, who plays the Indian guy. Fred Armisen's in this. Steve O's in this? Yeah, Stevo's in it. He gets killed in it. Uh, he's <laughs> the first person to get killed. <clears throat> and uh the, the, what's say the other guy? Pontus, is in it too. He's like, Steve-O, Steve-O, he's outside. He's like, Steve-O, we're with you, brother, please. You'll be okay. <laughs> um, oh, there's okay. Here's the funniest scene in the movie. So he goes, and what's the guy's name from uh, Scrubs, the black guy? You know what I'm talking about, right? Um, yeah, Faison. Yeah, yes. Faison, yeah, with a thin mustache. So he's there trying to meet the damn Balzerian character and they say, the bad guys are like, bring us, bring Faison up or whatever and he comes up there He's holding. He's like, hey, look, man, you don't have to kill me, man. He's like, I can get you Stacy Dash's number. And he <laughs> shoots him in the head, right? That was funny. And then he says, okay. And he the whole time he's talking live to the news or to upload a video. That's yeah, a video he uploaded. He he recorded them shooting on. And then he, 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 he says, now I'll give you a little music performance so you can feel better about what what you're going to do. And he turns the camera, and he's like, I present to you Shaggy, because Shaggy was at the party. And Shaggy's like, uh... Uh, I'll sing you a song from uh, the from from Haiti when I the, the Haiti disaster happened. And the guys like the bad guys like fuck that. I want to hear fucking. Uh, it wasn't me. You know that. And the guys like, but I don't think it's appropriate. Shaggy's like, I wasn't appropriate. He's like, fuck what you think. We're listening to fucking, <laughs> fucking. It wasn't me. Do it now. And he, then Shaggy just does this weird, sad, awkward. It wasn't me, and it's so good. <laughs> and he's like. It wasn't me. She me on. I mean, it's just I
1: can't do it. I mean, that was good. <laughs> so James, the more you talk about this movie, the more it sounds like I need to watch it. Uh,
0: I mean, Michael, like I said, it, it's I I thought it breached my bad level for me. The jokes weren't funny, but it has moments. It has a few moments when you're like, okay, you know. And the the Shaggy scene I thought was a funny scene, you know, where Faison says, "Talk about Stacy Dash's phone number." It has scenes like that where you're like, this is funny. You know, there's a fight scene with the gay dudes I thought was funny, and there's a scene where one of the bad guys writes on the female bad guy's head, he gets her fucking fucked up on Salvia, and he puts a draws a dick on her face. And I was like, it's kinda dumb, but I okay. You know? Is it like get him to the Greek? Like objectively kind of a bad movie,
3: but like Puff Daddy's party where the Jonah Hill's like petting the wall and they're trying to kill Puff Daddy and he's chasing him down a hallway. Like gets run over by a car and you won't die. Like, that's I think you raised
0: funny. I think you raised a good point there. Get into the Greek was a bad movie. But it ended strong. It closed strong as fuck. Yeah. That whole like last fifteen or twenty minutes of that movie was great. So this movie doesn't do that. It ends pathetic and weak on a whimper. <laughs> and you're just like, uh So that's why I walked out of it being like a movie that was had its funny moments where I was like, no, don't watch it. You know what I mean? I didn't rate it. I just fucking walked away. It was just so bad. I didn't, you know. I just no. But I'm just saying, there are moments. So please feel free to watch it. It's on Netflix. You can go watch it. You know, or download it or whatever, or stream it. You know.
3: Hmm. Okay.
0: I probably will
3: watch it because I like those guys. Yeah, I mean, I I'll be- give it a chance.
2: Yeah. Fair enough. All right, so. <clears throat> I
1: finally wanted oh. to go see. Go oh, sorry.
0: Ahead. Let me let me say this one thing. <laughs> the 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 guy with the long hair and the glasses. Mm-hmm. Okay, I've only seen a little workaholics, so I don't really know them that well. From that, I know this guy from the other things he's been in. But he's his character is gay, and nobody knows he's gay except for his friends. But they don't say anything to the last five minutes of the movie, last fifteen minutes of the movie, and he's like, "I didn't know you guys knew." He's like, "Yeah, of course we knew." And then he spends the last five minutes doing the worst fabulous gay guy impression. And it is so bad and it's such bad taste and so off-putting. And it seems like you're like, yo, dude, it's 2018, not 2012. You can't do this right now. You know what I mean? So that's, yeah, you know. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, Michael. Go ahead. We're done. I'm done. All right. Well, I went to go
1: see Deadpool 2. Oh, how was it's pretty good. Some people say it's better than the original. I don't know if I would go that far, but uh, it's definitely, definitely good. Definitely worth
3: a watch. Is is Marina in it? She is. Yes. You watch Gotham? No.
1: You know she's in that, right? I did not. There's like oh, four, that's there's like four seasons of that now. So, oh yeah, I watch Gotham.
0: Probably. I have no idea. She plays, uh, she plays, she's she's Falcone's, Falcone's son's daughter, I mean wife, and she's also Jim Gordon's love interest, on and off, on, on again, off again, love interest, but at the end of the most recent season, she is in a murder-suicide with, or no, a murder-murder with the Riddler, <laughs> and at the end of it, both their bodies are taken by... someone, and I'm sure next season they're going to be back and badder than ever or something. So I'm excited. I love that show, by the way. It's fucking horrible, and it's so fucking canon-breaking that you'll just blow your brains out trying to watch it, but it was really good. Speaking of horrible shows, Mike, I didn't put
3: a link to this anywhere, but I brought it up to you and you had seen it, that uh, Lucifer has
0: been saved... By Netflix, I think? Come on. Come fucking on.
1: (laughs) So I saw that yeah, you're right. I saw that it was canceled. And I was but then I saw people like try to be like, Save Lucifer. I'm like, no, let it fucking die. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Do yourself a favor, watch the first episode of Lucifer. You will be like like the first ever episode. You will be like For real?
0: You know I what, like, I, I think people have this uh, this weird belief that if Satan was real, he'd be cool. And I feel like if Satan was real, he'd be a fucking cock. Like, yeah. he'd be a total dick. Like, he wouldn't be cool. He wouldn't be like, yeah, man, do bad. He'd be like, I don't give a fuck what you do. You know? <laughs> I, I I don't think he'd be cool, but I think people think that. And I think that's why this show is, like, doing well. It's sad.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know uh you know number six from Battlestar Galactica?
3: Yeah. Trisha Helfer? Yeah. Tricea?
1: Tricia. Tricia. <laughs> she's uh she's his ex wife in the show or something. That's all I know. I've never seen you know, other than the first episode I've never seen it. So Oh okay. I don't So know. could it but, be
0: that she's so hot she's able to sustain the show on her own? Mm, I'm sure there's some other hot chick in it, but... Could it be just hot chicks? I mean, I, I'll be honest with you, I've watched shows for hot chicks. I almost watched Gotham for the chick you just talked about.
1: Right, well, that's why I told Evan she's in Gotham. So now yeah. he's gonna go download four seasons of Gotham.
3: So. Do you think single people watch Lucifer? Or is it, like, new couples who want to just spend time together and that happens to be on? I think it's and chicks, Like, they want to be trendy? I think the dude is hot, and I think chicks
0: watch it for that. So, like, I have to watch Lucifer because other people watch Lucifer. I think, I think it's a Who same the same. Who watches people, Someone I've, watches vampire movies or something. I mean, they, someone someone reads vampire books. Have you ever read a vampire book like made for women? No, no. I've read like eight. <laughs> I got caught He's up like in a series because of eight eight. I am a woman. And... <laughs> no, I, I read like I didn't know what they were. The first one I was on a hitch where I was listening to lots of zombie books. And then I said, I saw one by the same author and through her I was exposed to another author who wrote a book called Bite Me or Once Bitten. So that I sounds listened very to Once, familiar. Yeah, I listened to Once Bitten and it was about a girl who was in college who got bit by a vampire by ac- on accident. <laughs> okay? Yeah. And then she became a vampire and got involved in all these vampire shenanigans and she was part of a vampire coven... And the vampire coven leader was basically Thor. Okay, he basically a guy who looked like Thor and didn't wear a shirt ever. And he was all snooty and he was like Sundere, if you guys know what that means. Um, yep. it, it's a Japanese word for like someone who who wants to be with you, but is really snooty about it, sort of, and kind of is a dick to you. Basically he was that type of person. And Of course, women are attracted by that. And he was and then there was a bad boy vampire who she also was like kind of trying to be with. And I was listening to this book, not realizing what it was. And I listened to two of them, the series, not realizing this is fucking basically the chick flick equivalent of like a tawdry, you know, a book equivalent of a tawdry grocery store book with like Fabio on the cover. You know, it's basically what it was. It was like his throbbing muscles. I felt them through my pants. And it was like stuff like that, you know, like <laughs> like pages and pages of that. And, you know, and I was just listening to it. I was like, okay, well, whatever. You know what I mean? Let's get to the vampire fight, the vampire werewolf fight, you know, that I know is coming up. Um, And I think it's the same reason people, uh, same loose attract, attraction Lucifer has. It has to be. Same attraction that dumb Twilight shit had. So, you know, yeah. my my perspective on
1: Twilight has changed slightly. 'cause uh, i found out someone's in it.
0: Who?
3: Anna Kendrick. Oh, whatever. Now you're all about it. I mean, she she has like 30 lines throughout all five movies or something. Yeah,
0: she's barely in that movie.
1: Oh, uh, okay. Well, i've never seen any of them, but i just I would know watch she's in one. at least one of them.
0: I would watch <laughs> one so you know what bad is. <laughs> the the acting's bad, the characters are dry, the 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 everything about it's bad. I mean, it's like What's that BDSM movie, uh, Mr. Gray? Fifty Shades of Gray. Fifty Shades of Gray. And People in the BDSM community were so pissed because like, this guy doesn't represent BDSM. This guy's just a stalker and a piece of shit. You know, <laughs> like, that's right. what that, you know, but it's written by a woman who's like an idiot. And it was like she wrote it because she wanted to write something that for, for grocery store housewives who just don't know any better. What started you know? off as Twilight fan fiction. Oh, that's right. Yeah, absolutely. There you go.
3: Yeah. Really? Yep. Hmm. I'm pretty sure Mike would be a Team Edward kind of guy. Yeah, Spark, uh, sparkly chested, pale vampire, I'm a couple a hundred vampire. years
0: old, super rich. I'm Team the other guy. I like the I'm werewolf about, thing. I'm about Team being, Jacob.
1: I'm about being super rich and living
3: a long time.
0: Yeah, cool. he looks like a ferret though. That's the problem with Jacob. He looks like a ferret. He does,
3: but Mike he also has that creepy vibe where like he doesn't sleep. So he'll just, like, be in the room and watch someone else sleep? You know, you're that kind of guy. I, I
1: you're right. Would you
0: let him watch you sleep, Michael?
1: Yes. As long as you love me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: as would you, I. As
3: you as wake I up, have... he's like, dude, you know you sit up when you sleep? He's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know.
1: Yeah, I got it. I got it. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. You'll have been telling me that for years. That's <laughs> so
3: weird. <laughs>
1: <laughs> i was telling someone about that the other day they're like really I'm like, yeah
3: <laughs> you still do it oh yeah well it's like half your body gets motivated but the bottom half is like nope we're staying here
1: yeah well it's like I'm oh sure. i'm gonna i'm gonna get up and then you're like nah just, you Dude, know? i'm like, sure
0: it's some psychological shit like that like if he goes to the doctor they talk about it like oh that's this that's like a serial killer you know like like you're sitting up for your victims or some shit like yeah. that you know <laughs> what are you talking about man <laughs> whatever that's like advanced stage psychosis, yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever, well, that hasn't gotten any worse, yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, oh man, funny, all right, what do we got here, James? Is this some German show? Is that what it is? No, no, no no, Norwegian show
0: no,, no, no, um, so Sense Eight is a Netflix show, sensorium eight uh it's as it's I want you to think. Cross sci-fi with softcore porn, okay, full of hot chicks, okay, uh, and one mm, one transgender chick that I'm like, eh. Uh, her girlfriend's hot at least, so.
1: Well, it has Daryl Hannah in it, so there you go.
0: Yeah, Daryl Hannah's face looks like she just put plastic on it. It doesn't look good. Yeah. But I will tell you something: this show. Do some favor. It's just only two seasons, but they came out with half a season per year, so it took four years to get it all out. This fucking thing is money, baby. And there's more fucking sex in this thing than you could shake a sick at. You want to see more titties and nipples and fucking everything? Dude, the, the Asian chick in this? I would lick her fucking asshole clean. She's so fine. I don't know her name. She's Korean? Oh my God. What's her name? She got a really kind of bait. Oh, uh Dun- Donna Bay.
2: Yeah. Donna Bay. Yeah, Donna Bay. Hmm.
3: Is she the one from uh, maybe just cause they all look alike, but is she the one from I'll be like Attack on Titan. Not Attack on Titan. The oh, Pacific Rim.
1: No, no. She's in uh she's in um You know, the Tom Hanks like five lifetimes. Cloud Atlas? Yeah, Yeah,
0: she's in Cloud Atlas. Uh Yeah, that's where I've seen her before. I don't think she's in anything else that we would know. Uh, She's in a lot of Korean stuff. Oh, she's She's... in Jupiter Ascending.
3: Ugh. (laughs) Have you seen that, Evan? I have.
0: Again, that's something else we should know. Such a bad movie.
3: But you've
1: seen it too, James.
0: Yes, I have. Of course I have.
1: (laughs) I too have seen it.
0: Oh, she's in a ring.
1: Because I hate myself.
0: Uh, I don't see anything else. But anyway, she's like, of course, like a beast mode Taekwondo Taekwondo person, and she's sexy as fuck. I mean, you see more of her mid drift and more of her nips than you could change your than you want to shake a stick at. This is a movie, this series worth worth you watching, and I meant to fucking begin with this, and I forgot about it. Um who else is in this uh a bunch of random people who you may know or not know, but anyway, this is a series that's very good basic the basic concept is you have a cluster of people okay there're eight people and they're tele- i'm to say telepathically linked, but that's not a fair way to say it, but they're all linked and they can all be be together and swap in and out of each other's bodies sort of so like the guy in Africa gets in a fight. And the Asian chick comes to his rescue um and they're they're a new breed of they're they're a i'll say a different variation on a breed of humanity called sensorium eight and uh it's proven that they're a little different from humans and there's a there's a uh, obviously an evil corporation out to destroy them or capture them and use them for experiments and whatnot and so that's what's happening and the whole show is about them like discovering the plot finding out what happened to their mother the birth cluster their their first the 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 cluster that started them which is daryl hannah's cluster and then going from there to find out like dig through the past and find out what happened and it's good man it's is really good it's so enjoyable and the sex scenes uh, they make you want to step your dick game up I'm serious <laughs> they're so good the last 20 minutes of the last episode oh, yo it's so <laughs> fucking good dude I can't even I can't even expand on the shit you see in this fucking thing there's an Indian chick in this yo oh she's killing it man I don't know her name either, but she's fine as hell too. Um uh there's a German chick in this who's not part of their club, she's a bad guy. Oh who puts the show out? Uh it's by the Wachowski brother and sister now. Or both that's who I think they're both sisters now. Really? Yeah. It says J. Michael Wachowski and Lana Wachowski. Oh no, it says Lana Wachowski and Lily Wachowski. Yeah. Yeah, that's, not,
1: that's not Wachowski, it says J. Michael. Strazinski.
0: Yeah, I didn't see it. I just saw the ski at the end, and I thought, "Oh, that's it." No, <laughs> but, uh, now I see Lana and Lily. I didn't realize yeah, that they're
1: now the sisters. Jesus Christ! Look at Lily. They My they God. they wrote Jupiter Ascending. Really? Uh uh-huh.
2: huh. Hmm, okay. So mm-hmm. this is on Netflix. Yeah. Okay.
1: It's a Netflix one.
2: Oh, did they write Cloud Atlas too?
1: No, that's an actual book. No, but did they direct it or something?
0: Uh they might have we Apparently Lana Wachowski's known for Cloud Atlas.
1: Oh, well maybe yeah, maybe one of them did.
0: <clears throat> yeah, <clears throat> so I mean, I I not comment on their life choices. Yeah, director whatever. Lana Wachowski. Mhm. Okay. But and, good for them. I mean, they made a good This is a good series and they're known for good movies and I'm I'm pleased with what they've done and I'm glad that they're living their best life. Whatever they they found, whatever piece they needed to find, they found it. So good for them. Um, hmm. but yeah, it's a good show, man. It's very enjoyable. You have a good time watching this.
2: Noted. Noted. Yeah. Uh. Okay. Well. Let's see. What do we
1: got next? Looks like under game theory we have some kind of
0: kind of Wolfenstein thing going on? Oh, yeah, Wolfenstein. So, yeah, this is just a quick a quick something. Uh, Wolfenstein Cyberplot, it basically takes place in the same timeline as the new Wolfenstein game that'll be out next year sometime, Wolfenstein Youngblood. I think I talked about this last week. Um, it's a really bad looking version of Wolfenstein where you play his two daughters. It's co-op. Um, that might be good, but the the cinematic they have right now looks like shit. But uh, Wolfenstein Cyberplot looks great, and it's basically where you are a hacker in the 1980s taking over the German uh, robot death machines in Paris and killing Germans with it. And it's a cyber uh, game. So Uh-oh. this
1: is based on reality?
0: No, it's based on the, the Wolfenstein plotline. Uh-huh. Not reality. Wolfenstein is a game from a very long time ago, Michael. I'm sure you haven't heard of it because you're, I don't know what the fuck you are. I haven't heard of it but it's a game where the I've, I've
1: played Wolfenstein 3D yes.
0: Okay so so in the game the Nazis take over. Right. And the story has continued along that basic plot line. So yeah Cyberplot is that it's a quick quick play game. Looks interesting as hell.
3: Hmm. Was that did they cover this at uh E3 or something?
0: Uh yeah, and actually it's this is yeah they they covered this in E3. Uh you can go download it. Um, another one, which I did not post here, but I meant to, and I saw, I saw the next thing and I was like, is that mine? I was like, nope, it's not mine. Um, (laughs) is, uh, Elder Scrolls blades, blade master, something like that. It's basically Skyrim, but for the phone, but where they redid all the, the sword for the fighting mechanics and made it so you can swipe your hand across the screen and move that your hand will move the sword any which way. So it's supposed to be very cool. It uses all. Regular Skyrim graphics. Skyrim is, of course, an eight-year-old game at this point, uh, but it has like house building and all kinds of other weird, weird mechanics. Regular Skyrim didn't have without a bunch of mods. The interesting thing about this, and the only reason I I mention it, is because you can co-op play from your phone or computer with someone with a with a VR. So this might be big for VR because of the the ability to co-op with regular people. I don't know, but we'll see. So that's that's that. I did not post it up. It's not really worth mentioning. It looks really shitty actually. But uh it's free. So that's the best thing about it. You okay. know, so I could play in VR and Evan and Michael could join me in co-op. One V one or whatever, you know? hmm Two mm. V one. Yeah two V one.
3: One V one v Spectate. <laughs> Well well also That's Evan's other favorite yes.
1: thing to do. <laughs> Spectate.
0: Oh, did you see the did you see the uh, I'm sorry Michael, I'm just gonna sidetrack for one second. Because I earlier I complained about how Michael takes a show off the rails with all his fucking links. And I've been the rail master this episode had gone way off. <laughs> Quickly though, did you see the quake? You see their Bethesda's Quake thing? No. So they released I didn't Quick, watch it. Quake Champions, I think, is free. It's okay. It's so, free right now.
3: So you can pay thirty dollars to buy like the full game, all the champions and everything on Steam, or uh it, it's still sort of early access. It will be free to play soon-ish. And you get like one or two characters and then you have to like, you know, build up points and you can, you know, gain the other characters. Um, but yeah, it's going to be weird. Like you can buy it for 30 bucks or it's just free to play, whatever you want.
1: Hmm. It's a very right strange
0: now, business model.
1: Right? right now you go to their site and it's they have a free trial which ends today.
0: Yeah. So I think if you get on the free trial, you can keep it. I thought that's what the guy said at the at the at the, at the Bethesda show. I thought he said yes. something like that.
3: Yes, you can, but it's going to be. I mean, it's it's going to be free to play in like probably a month. So and if I, you get I would the
1: champions think, pack. It's twenty bucks right now.
0: So I would think if you're Evan, you don't understand the free to play model, along with the ability to pay to play. But if you're someone like me, you do understand the model. <laughs> See, Evan's really good at that game and he would just work his way up through the rankings and quickly get all the champions unlocked. And someone like me or Michael would be like would struggle and then just say, "I don't want to play this game anymore." Or then we would take a pay-to-win road, which would be like, "Let me unlock all the champions," which actually isn't pay-to-win at all, but that's what we would do. Like we would go buy buy the game, get the champions, be done with it. Then play it for 3 months and be like, "Oh, this is really hard. I don't want to do this anymore." But that's what would happen. So that's I think why how that model works. They're trying to get regular normies into the in the, back into Quake. You know? Yeah, it won't happen. I think
3: it can. I mean, there's always gonna be new players and everything, but it's not gonna be the the esport that
0: it was fifteen years ago. See, if people are still playing CSGO and people just restarted playing Halo 2. I really don't see why it couldn't be. It I I would be very
3: pleasantly you know incorrect if it happens to blow up. And yes, there are like DreamHack is putting on regular tournaments for the next one or two years with fairly large prizes, but you know, you'll always see like the the same top 20 people from around the world competing in those and winning them. It like it would take years and years to sort of go from new player to truly competitive professional. Right.
0: So let me ask you this. Will we see a resurgence of, like, all the gaming videos you used to do back in the day? Um, not, I don't think, there will be some
3: for Quake Champions, but it depends on the, on Bethesda slash id's, compliance or willingness to allow for modding for like modding community and stuff like that because there was a program called WolfCam, which um was sort of like a mod for quake 3 and quake live where you import your demo your like your game recording and then it would allow you to free fly around the map like set yourself at a different angle play a part of the demo record that to a file be you know view the game from the perspective of any player in the match, uh-huh. um, and that doesn't really exist for Quake Champions. It's there's something like that out for Fortnite actually, because you can you can view your your demos for lack of a better word, um, basically free floating around the map, and so there will definitely be like some really cool Fortnite compilation frag videos coming out. Yeah, there's there's one for PUBG
0: as well, and there's a guy named, uh, I think it's Hello Someone or Any Someone or something like that. Uh, He does really amazing videos using that PUBG mechanic where you can show, he shows someone throwing a grenade, follows the grenade through the air. To the other side of the map, watches it bounce off the wall, lands amongst two guys, and watch the guys get killed. And it's really cool, and it almost seems like, oh, this is some cinematic editing situation, but Mm -hmm. it's not at all. It's just the mechanic that is built into the game. So I would hope they would do something like that, because, you know, um, I don't know if Michael remembers, but I remember, like, it seems to me, I'm going to say, before YouTube existed, but I don't think it was before YouTube, but it just seemed like... It seemed like the way to see those videos was, like, on a website somewhere or through you having it on a CD somewhere. Like, it wasn't like we went to a place and, like, oh, let's watch this. You know what I mean? Like, if you think about it now, if videos like that existed now, dude, it'd be fucking on and popping. Because people... Because that was, like, before people did anything like that. Now I watch, like, VR Chat in a nutshell and... You know, uh, CSGO in a nutshell and all these other like weird like videos people slam together in Tarkov, you know, a mix, a Tarkov mix with hard bass. You know, Mm -hmm. I mean, I watch all kinds of weird (laughs) shit because that's like what you do now. Right. Right. So, yeah, I would imagine that, you know, being that Quake was like the first game to ever do that that I can think of. That it would be, you would see a resurgence. I would hope we would, you know. But maybe the quake players are just too old now. Maybe everybody's like, I got a wife and a kids, or I do a shitty podcast on the weekends True. or whatever. <laughs> I don't aging, have time.
3: Aging community, lack of uh, creators. I mean, as sad as it is to say, I think, uh, you know, even a month ago, maybe six weeks ago, the peak concurrent players for Quake Champions worldwide was under five hundred.
0: Geez. I, I think it says something that they are willing to have them up on the stage at their E3 show. And they gave the guy the awkward man, dad, Bob dude who did it. He's absolutely just a ugh, man. <laughs> I'll, I'll have to find the coverage for the He's E3 a video. Silly video looking and motherfucker. Try to watch it. I'm sure if you see him, you'll be like, oh, that's whatever, from the community, because he's talking about QuakeCon, he's like, we'll see you at QuakeCon this year, blah, 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 you know, I mean, he's talking about it, you know. Was he bald? He was wearing a hat. He probably was, but he looks like he's bald, though, and he had a punch, a disgusting punch, and bitch tits. Um, Oh,
3: was he, did he have red hair, as far as you could tell? I didn't see his hair. Like, really, kind of loose skin around his jowls? Mm,
0: (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) All right. That, that
3: that might be Adam Pyle. Um, he goes by the the name Sync Error in game, and he is like the primary developer of Quake Live and Quake Champions. Adam Pyle, P Y L E. Yeah, if that's who you're talking about, because he's he's like fucking dad bod to the nth
0: degree. Uh, yeah, that's him. Okay, yeah, Yep, yeah, that's him. That is exactly him. And personality looks,
3: is not his strong
0: suit, but uh he looks he's a pretty good coder. Yeah, he's a silly, silly looking motherfucker. Yeah. And just watching him up on E3 stages like bah, 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 I was just like I mean, I shouldn't say that. It's like he was trying really hard to be really like someone cared about like like so, like he wanted you to care about what he's talking about. Yeah. But it didn't work. It just was weird. It came off very strange. Um but if you ever have a conversation
3: with him face to face His eyes, like, they're really wide, and he has, like, a a fearful look on his face. Like He's like a scared gopher or something. Like, what's about to happen? What? 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 So, I don't know. He's okay, though.
0: Yeah, I mean, he seemed fine, but he just, it was just weird. But anyway, yeah, I mean, the fact that they had had them on the stage talking about Quake champions, and he's wearing, like, a Quake button-up shirt, which is weird. Um But it was still, like, a cool guy buttoned up. It was, like, black with, like, like silver buttons and had the Quake logo <laughs> on the back and had some fucking weird shit on the back of it. And, I, and he's like, ah, oh, Quake, you know? And he had a Quake right. hat on and shit. But the fact that they went through that much effort tells me that they're, they're, they're pushing Quake. Like, they want it to do better. They must realize that with the right cajoling they could really do something with it. You know, it can be an esport. I mean, it was one of the original esports. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, and he was he was saying that too. He's like, we we've been around for a long time. We've been e esport forever. Before there was esports, da so I don't know. I hope it I hope it takes off man. The crowd was like Quake. What the fuck is Quake? Yeah. You know, it's kinda <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, okay. I'm done. All
1: right. Well in much less exciting news. <laughs> A new Tetris is coming this fall.
3: New Tetris? Is it called mm-hmm. Tetris 2? Is this Tetris Res?
1: Yeah.
0: Tetris yeah, I Red video about that.
1: It's called Tetris Evolve for the PS, for the PlayStation Virtual Reality.
3: Oh, that's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. But so it's, it's like 3D? Yeah. You move around and, and place blocks everywhere? And it's going to be made by the
1: guy who made Res, I guess? Yeah, Res which is a game for Dreamcast that I've never heard of till now. Um, but apparently it's uh, quite the quite the trippy game. Um, they said if if Tetris there's...
0: and Rez had a baby and Rez was the dominant and Tetris just did the did the drapes, that's what this game would be. And it does. It looks like Rez. It looks it's beautiful like Rez is, but it has the core gameplay of Tetris. I saw a video about it today. It looks cool. Sorry.
1: No, that's fine. Sounds like you, <laughs> you summed it up nicely.
0: No, no, no. Please continue. I, I, I'm sorry. I know Michael's mom is a Tetris fucking Nazi.
1: <laughs> she does enjoy a good game of Tetris. And, you know, on top of her cod liver oil and whatever else she's eating, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: and hanging out with a woman named Ethel. <laughs>
1: No Ethel's here, as far as I know. No, no, no. There's a Dorothy though. Oh, there you go. Yeah. That, that, like a woman named Dorothy can only be 80 years old or or, or higher.
3: As far mm-hmm. as I know. What do you think, Evan? Um I would disagree. I would say there, there could be some Dorothy's in their late twenties to mid-thirties at the you know on the younger side of things, but their mothers were definitely named Ethel. Hmm. They're like, they're going for the good classic name. Mm-hmm.
1: Hmm. Okay.
2: Fair
3: enough. I'll go with that. Does your mom have online friends? She does. Good.
2: Yes, yeah, she's like she's like you in that
3: way. Does she... Does your mom read it? No. Does she... She should. Is she a member of any forums?
2: Uh, probably
1: other other all... than
3: Mac related forums?
1: No, 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 no. She's uh she's on several groups in Facebook,
3: uh-huh.
1: including a couple closed <laughs> groups.
0: It's Evan Daddo so, uh-
3: uh-huh.
1: <laughs> it's basically the same thing, but it's on Facebook. So yeah,
0: we got to get your mom okay. on VR chat. Yes.
1: Yeah. Okay. We have, to, the, we
0: have to model your mom. Is and the, create her character in VR chat.
1: Is the it, whole "Do you know the way?" still a thing? Or?
3: No,
0: uh, probably not. <laughs> yeah, some people are still doing it, but it's still it's a dead meme.
1: It's uh, too bad. What about James. the the knuckles thing?
0: That's "Do you know the way?" That's
1: yeah. It. Oh, it's part of it. Okay. Yeah, you
0: still see knuckles though. I saw I saw a Halo guy with knuckles. He took off his helmet, and it was knuckles a knuckles head <laughs> underneath. <laughs> that's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. I've seen a lot of variation on the knuckles memes where there's like like just with a knuckles head or something like that or a destroyed knuckles body it's like like gibbering it's like <laughs> looking crazy. So yeah. you know it would be awesome if someone
3: modified that like a Halo guy character to have a removable uh, chest plate or a like thorax protector, like a you know with like a stomach <laughs> plate. Yeah, and he opens that up and it's Krang. Oh Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? That'd be cool. There's like a brain down there.
1: He said a thorax protector. (laughs) You have any that are a little looser
0: around the thorax? Yeah. (laughs) I swear to God, Evan. Sometimes Evan says things like this, sometimes, and I'm just like, is this guy from here? (laughs) Like Earth? I just I was thinking of
3: Starship Troopers, like I'm doing my part.
0: <laughs> it's like fucking Elon Musk and fucking uh, Mark Mark Zuckerberg. You know, it's like <laughs> the humans they enjoy. So human? it's like, do yeah. humans
3: enjoy podcasts?
0: <laughs> then I shall. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, fucking thorax, very good. Speaking of
1: thoraxes, uh, let's go to the yum update here. So this guy had his foot amputated. Gross. He He said he ate it. He asked the doctor if he could keep it, and the doctor said yes.
3: Nope. Bad. Bad move. There's absolutely 0% chance this turns out well.
2: So, he, uh...
1: He invited 10 of his most open-minded friends to a Mm -mm. special brunch.
2: Nope. Mm -mm.
1: They ate apple strudel. Quiche puff pastries, fruit tarts, and chocolate cake. They drink gin lemonade punches and mimosas. And then the main course. Tacos made from his severed
2: human foot. Where is this person from? Uh... I don't know. Uh, America.
3: I mean, it's somewhere here. Isn't there a law against keeping medical waste or anything like that?
1: The United States doesn't have a federal law banning cannibalism. Idaho is the only state in which the simple act of eating human flesh can land you in prison.
3: So we assume this person is not from Idaho.
1: Right. Laws against murder, buying and selling human meat, and corpse desecration make cannibalism difficult, but technically legal in the other 49 states.
2: Do they know? Yeah. We
3: need an executive order.
2: Yeah, they know. I
1: thought thought you'd be all about this.
3: No, 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 no. That's, no. (sighs) See, when you say a A man had to get his foot... (laughs) If, like, he had to get his foot cut off, that means, Something's like, it's wrong. a
0: diseased foot. It's something wrong, What the yeah. fuck?
3: I'm not eating well, it that. wasn't a
1: diseased foot. It was, uh, he was in a motorcycle accident and it was fucked up.
3: Dude, if I'm going to, like, buy meat, I want a nice piece of meat. I don't want to buy, like, a mash of fucking bone shards and pork, you know? Get out of here. <laughs> Evan, is people pork? <laughs> yes. It's the closest comparison. I thought we were the other red meat.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Why is it people are always pork? That's not the first time I've heard that. People are always pork. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, we we
3: are probably red
0: meat. Duh. But uh... I mean, look at the pictures. There's pictures of it. It's definitely a red. Ugh. I don't know how he pulled that much meat off a foot, though. God damn. I'm not looking at that article.
3: I can just—I imagine like, like roadkill tacos. I'm not—I don't want to scoop up a foot from a motorcycle accident and skin it, boil it up, oh. chop it up into tacos with some cumin, cilantro. Ah. Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> I mean, what
0: the friends say, Michael? Please tell me you read this. I'll take a backstrap. I'll take a thigh.
3: I only read a little bit of it.
0: Uh, a backstrap of what?
3: Like off a back? Yeah, like off a person, you know. Ugh, but not a foot.
0: No. Oh, don't sound, don't sound grossed out. This motherfucker just said, "I'll take some backstrap or a little thigh meat." Dude, that's a God nice. Damn, that's a good piece of loin. about feet. He's like, no, no, take a foot.
3: That's a good ham. Somebody. That's some. That's a nice, you know, slice of loin. <laughs> Look, I have had chicken feet. Okay, Ugh. not great. Full like cartilage and like. Crunchy stuff. You know, James, you ever had a pig's foot? Yes. It's horrible. Okay. You ever had, like, a pork loin? Yeah, it's great. Okay. Yeah. So we can't move to Idaho. That's fine. I don't think this tastes like anything that I'd want to eat.
0: It sure tastes like however he seasoned it. Yeah, exactly. But if he really wanted to, I mean, dude, what, what he should do? What he should have done, if he's going to really serve this, instead of being like, let's have foot tacos, I'd be like, let's all sit down and cut this foot open, pick the choices cuts, and then put it on the barbecue with zero seasoning. And eat a foot the way it was meant to be eaten, so we can really know what people taste like. If you're going to do it, like, obviously, this was see Would you eat people? What does it taste like? That's what this is all about. James, so if you ever have a party like this, don't invite me. I won't have a party like this. Okay. If I have a party like this, we're eating a fucking, like a fucking, a supple 20-year-old. Roasted in the ground? Covered yeah. in banana
3: leaves and coals? Just like you do Hot a rock. Yeah. Because <laughs> people are pork. It says,
1: it says it's almost like, uh, it says this particular cut was super beefy. It had a very pronounced beefy flavor to it.
3: I can just imagine Mike seasoning up with, like, Montreal steak seasoning. Yeah.
0: <laughs> just covering it in that. So it ankle going taste like a foot for long. So it's going to taste like everything else I cook. That's the problem, man. I think I think Evan hit the nail on the head. You season something, you can season the fun right out of it. You know what I mean? So I feel like, I don't know. Well, whatever. I, I wouldn't be down for this. I wouldn't eat any feet. Actually, I probably would but i would i would eat it just for just to see like if there's an atavistic if i have an atavistic reaction to eating human and if i feel sick or if there's something because you know they say they say you know when you eat a person you cross a mental line you know like just like they say if you kill another human being you cross a line that you shouldn't cross that that morally you know as a human you should not cross and i feel like this is like just like that like killing a person eating a person it's like you cross that line and I wanna know could I cross that line? Would I cross that line? Will I eat it and be like, oh shit, now I'm a moral fuck. Let's go rape a fucking fucking uh donkey. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like what like would you become a monster since you ate it? I don't want to know. You know, that's the only reason I do it. I would say no. And I don't I'm think not, anything like, happened. I, I'm I said, not against a gross eating. taco.
3: Yeah, I'm not against <laughs> eating a person in a survival situation. The the extremities would not be my first choice. That's like you boil those up in a soup with some carrots and potatoes. Decant <laughs> it off and then just, you know. eat the, just eat the carrots and potatoes, Evan. You don't yeah. you want <laughs> to have You want to get into that thorax, don't you? He's like, I need that protein. <laughs> I need the protein. Right. So let me get some of them lungs. It's like give me your kidneys.
0: <laughs> Cut oh. off a
3: lop off a piece of that liver. I feel like a lung is really like. Cut not open the good. cheeks. Cheeks. Boil the ears, get that what's, cartilage. What's tripe?
0: Uh, tripe? In, um Stomach? Yeah, stomach lining. Yeah. Hmm. It's gross. It's not good. Go I like tripe. Cow I don't. tripe.
3: I can't stand it. Go to uh, Not human tripe? No. Ooh, you know what's really good? Uh. Tendons. Mm, Cut no. up in someone's knee. Oh, can you imagine the amount of bone marrow in a person? Ooh. Mike, I know that's your By shit. I
1: weigh more in a cow. What's happening? <laughs> you, you ever seen that movie, that, that episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Yeah, yeah. They're, like, they're chasing was, the dude around.
3: It was raccoon meat.
1: Yeah, I uh, thought it was
3: human meat. Yeah. They're chasing, Jeez, what's dude. the guy's name? They're chasing around. Rickety Cricket. Oh, Cricket? Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> they're like, come here, Cricket. He's like, ah! <laughs>
3: Ridiculous! Just don't eat the brain. That's where you get the prions. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly. That's that old mad cow.
3: Yeah, Have I eaten brain.
1: Creutzfeldt-Jakob disease. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs>
3: what does it apply? Does that uh, sounds so ridiculous? Does it apply if you eat the brains of other species, or is it only interspecies brain? Because I know, like in some cow feed. I think maybe it's urban myth, but Mad Cow came about by like feeding cows the brains of other cows in their, you know, food oh, mixture. Oh yeah,
1: I don't know. Yeah, is that is that what they think happened? Or...
3: Yeah. Hmm.
1: So if we so we can eat cow brain and we're okay, but if we eat people brain, right, we're we're done.
3: Yeah, that's how you start zombies.
1: Ah, interesting. Fun fact. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's uh one of our one of the books James and I have read. That's that's what the zombies are.
3: Mhm.
1: It's a zombie book in there. It's a prion disease.
3: Yeah. Ugh, Did you eat an interesting. eyeball? Interesting. Mike, you ever eaten fish eyeball? I don't think I have. Crunch through that lens. Is it good. Ugh, okay. I don't know. I'm not I'm not I'm not about that. This Apparently road. it's good though. This is a dark and horrible.
0: <laughs> it's not even dark. It's just <laughs> gross. <laughs> Let's just move on. Please. Apparently yeah, if you have it's seal eyes, man, those lens. are the
1: delicacy. <laughs> According to, uh, you know, Survivor
0: My, Survivor Man. <laughs> right? Evan would be discerning zombie, yeah. i tell you. It's it's discerning like, give, me zombie. That, give me that bone meat. I want that marrow. Ah! <laughs> yes, absolutely.
1: absolutely. He's like, the best parts are on the inside. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, God.
4: <laughs> oh, God.
1: <laughs> so, All yeah, right. so this guy, so just so, we, just so you guys know, this guy has chosen to remain anonymous. Um, there's a link in here to his Reddit post where he talked about this and then vice reached out to him and did an interview.
2: Yeah, um, I'd be honest too.
1: Oh, he did a, an, an AMA ask me anything. Huh. He said, hi all. I am a man who ate a portion of his own amputated leg. Ask me anything.
3: That'd be a fucking insta ban.
1: Dude. Don't mod so, me. Someone, someone, the best comment here is, his username is, it says, so do you want to trade usernames or, and his username is Taco Feet. Oh, jeez, <laughs> That's pretty good. And the guy who posted is like, holy shit. <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> Jesus Christ.
3: <sighs> jeez. Okay. Jeez. Should we, uh, should we move pretty on? Pretty brutal,
1: man. Yeah. Woo. All right.
3: What do we got? uh, What do we got? A couple little funny things in the extra section here. That's hilarious. Kind of an older article, but uh, asking the classic question, what's the most aerodynamic hairstyle? Yeah, of course. Yeah. So apparently some uh, gentleman in Italy took uh, took this research upon themselves in the late 90s. Their control group was a cyclist with a notably puffy hairdo, who was first upset, thinking they were going to shave his head, but then just put him in different wigs and bald caps. As it turns out, after going through wind tunnel-based time trials, the mullet is the most aerodynamic hairstyle, followed closely by a shaven head.
0: Hmm, jeez. Is it because the, the raised level helps push the, uh... It's all about lift, Oh, and this yeah. thing's like an aileron. It generates lift exactly because it's like uh, it's like a lip that comes out and goes down, a real it, bushy one.
3: And it provides the extra stability as it as the wind flows over your shoulders and under the mullet. Nice, yeah. It's like you're practically making your own wind tunnel. You know, you're you're cutting scrubs, cutting through man. the cutting through the wind. We gotta we do, do better. You
1: should get a mullet.
3: We gotta do better. I'll buy one. Can you grow a mullet, James? No, definitely not.
1: <laughs> sure you can. He's got, he's got a straightener. and I definitely
3: it can. It'll take my, so many years. My hair, Yeah, my hair will not even grow that far
0: along. <laughs> anyway, next time. I'll save that for next time.
3: All right. The second article I had in here is uh, relevant to a couple of us on this podcast, I believe. Uh-uh. There's apparently something called a long sleeping disorder in which uh, sufferers, less than 2% of the population, commonly sleep for 10 to 12 hours if uninterrupted now this could be very obstructive to daily life as we don't really take into account the need for that much sleep um but doctors do urge that you know if you have this disorder don't fight it just try to try to get as much sleep as possible you know these people are chronically underslept always walking around tired mike I mean, I know I've slept for more than 12 hours in one sitting on numerous occasions. Mhm. If I in as a matter of fact, if I don't set an alarm, I'll usually wake up about 10 hours later. Nice. Yeah. I I'm on I'm currently professionally undiagnosed, but uh, I may go through a sleep study to discover if I have this long sleeping disorder.
2: Hmm.
0: It's a real problem.
2: Well,
0: okay. I think Check I have the out. opposite. <laughs> I went to bed at five a.m. last night, and I woke up today at woke up at eight. That's pretty normal. Fully refreshed? No, I just can't sleep. Once the lights just come in the room, I can't sleep. Hmm. And I don't do the blackout curtain thing anymore because then I would sleep for nine to ten hours. <laughs> so <laughs> I see you too are undiagnosed. Yeah, I would sleep all <laughs> fucking day. Why Ugh. don't you just get a
3: an eye mask? I've thought about that. I don't like things on my face. That's a problem. Okay. Eye mask and earplugs. Yeah, that'd be too disruptive for me.
1: Why does he just get a sensory deprivation tank, Evan? That, dude, they had those. Because those are
0: had... forty grand. Dude, they have one on Instagram now. It's he's, way cheaper.
1: He's like, and it would be amazing. <laughs>
0: uh, I'm gonna going to put that in there, the show you never come out. Okay. Evan, you should get... When you buy your house, you need to have a room with just this in it. We open up a hatch in the kitchen. <laughs> Walk down into the floor.
3: Be like, this is my dungeon. Yep. But nothing like filling your apartment with an extra fifty thousand gallons of water and magnesium. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um. All right. So let's see. What's next? Uh. Oh yeah. So I found this on Vice. It's like your job doesn't matter. It says, according to David Graeber, we should be excited for robots to take our bullshit jobs. Mm Mm-hmm. So this guy, he uh, teaches, this guy David Graeber, he has a new book called Bullshit Jobs, a theory. He he argues that uh, humans all too often get stuck spending their lives doing meaningless work. Uh, He's also written books, Debt, The First 5,000 Years, and... Another book, The Utopia of Rules. He teaches at the London School of Economics. He's a professor of anthropology. Uh, And he's also one of the most well-known voices of the Occupy Wall Street movement.
4: Hmm.
2: So they did a little interview with him here. Um...
1: And he's a a proponent of the guaranteed basic income right? that I think we've talked about.
3: We never really got into it deeply, but we've mentioned it a couple times. Mm -hmm. We should talk about it at some point when we're all learned.
1: Yes. Uh, So, James, you know, you say, like, you're, I mean, I think this too half the time, but you're, you know, you always say, like, look at this person. They don't do anything, you know? They're just a paper pusher, right? They're just fucking doing whatever. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> like according to this, like a lot of the jobs there are just like, meh, we don't need that job, or removing that job would actually make society a little better.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a lot of jobs like that. A lot. Mhm. So I might
1: have to get this guy's book. It looks. So uh, it's funny that it's something.
0: How many times is we say something, and just some asshole writes a book about it, and we're like, man, he's so right. <laughs> like this guy's the expert we've been saying that for fucking years all of us go into a job and we've met, we've met some person who sits at a job and they sign documents that's their fucking job that's all mm-hmm. they do they sign documents because the program that is built that does the job has a bad UI or it's poorly designed or it doesn't exist or it's not used correctly and so there's three people whose job it is to make sure the document is correct or whatever the case may be you know my god fuck Don't ever let me start a fucking company. I'll go bankrupt in a month just trying to build a better fucking document fucking handling system.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So he says a bullshit job is one where a person doing a job secretly thinks it's either completely pointless or it does not produce anything. Right? Also, uh, if the job disappeared, the world might be a slightly better place. But the worker can't admit that. Hence the bullshit element. So it's essentially pretending what you're doing is worthwhile, but it's not.
0: Like everyone in the tax tax office. <laughs> what's not up, the taxes e- what's are up, bad. What's up, Evan? What's no, up? not the not the taxes <laughs> are bad. What? Up, but well, no. I mean, Evan obviously performs a function. Like my ideal world of a ta- of the IRS, which is, Evan's job would still exist because he's a necessary component. He keeps everything floating, but. For like the people Loody. like the the whole tax system is all busted up and has all these extra steps that aren't necessary. True. You know? And they won't they refuse to fix it. They're like, no, we're not gonna fix this. I it's just so crazy. Like how much time's wasted fucking around with taxes. So fucking dumb. Oh my god. Don't even get me going. Ugh. Mm-hmm.
1: Now, James, right. I would encourage you to read through this article. Or anyone else who's interested in this oh, uh, it's, it it's, it's 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 good, and they have links to other articles where they interviewed him about his previous book, like when it came out like a couple years ago or whatever so there's a there's a nice
0: rabbit hole to go down here let me does ask it, you a question how does how does the fact that he was so what does this tell you he's the he was the one of the proponents or the head of the March on Wall Street, right? Okay, the one percenters, the ninety-nine percent, whatever.
1: Yeah, he's credited with coining the phrase "We are the ninety-nine percent."
0: So he's a huge part of that movement, and he's also a big part of the basic income. I hate to say this, but that leads me to believe that he is like the, one of the reasons I ha- one of the things I hate about liberals, because he's a part of the ninety-nine percent, right? And then okay. he also feels like, well, we should just pay the 99% to live.
1: Now, which, you're, which you're not about.
0: I believe, hold on, I believe that we, the way we're going, we have to live in a world to, to, to remain sustainable with robots and computers. We have to live in a world with basic income. People have to be able to buy food and, and live and survive. Okay, And that's going to create a lower than low class. Okay? I totally believe that. And it's sad, but the way the United States works right now and the way the world functions, it has to work that way. Mm -hmm. You know, it's but it's not a, a reality. I want to live in the Star Trek reality. You know, I want to live in a fucking perfect utopia or at least some kind of utopia. I want to live in a world where we train people to have skills and help move people up the fucking ladder of technology instead of leaving huge swaths of people behind. That's the world I want to live in. Okay, but we don't live in that world. We live in a fucking world where the basic a basic income has to exist. That said, these guys were just complaining about how Wall Street is taking is treating them unfairly and they don't have any money and they don't have any jobs. So the answer to your fucking don't have any money, don't have any jobs is not fucking give us money. It's not that. That's not the answer. The answer is fucking do fucking better. You know this is America now, I'm not saying the system is designed to help you do better we can do we can fix the system. we can try to fix the system, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it sounds like to me he believes that it's okay to complain about this stuff, but the answer to actually fix it is a basic income, and that's not the answer
1: Well, it's not the only answer
0: it's not of course it's there's many answers, but that's we're making the same point. But you get what I'm saying, right? Like, if you follow his, what he believes into to his logical conclusion, for A to be true, B must be C. For A and B to exist, C must be correct. You get what I'm saying here? Or am I jumping too far into the conclusion pot? Do you guys get what I'm talking about? I do not. <clears throat> so I'm saying the March on Wall Street was a complaint about how Wall Street and Golden Parachutes are screwing people over and have the 99% don't have jobs and education's expensive and all of these people are trying, are struggling to live and exist and do better while 1% of the population is doing great. A basic income says is going to serve almost the same purpose is going to serve a different kind of purpose, but it, it equally as bad as what he's complaining about. It's going to say, "Okay, the 99% exist. Let's pay them a basic income. That's the answer to my complaint about the 99%. We'll pay them a basic income. But the, the but but the psychological effect of a basic income, the long-term effect of a basic income is people don't work; they just sit around and collect money." We have a bunch of Americans who just become like this do-nothing swath of society who are just left behind in technolog- te- technological gap. They just are left to struggle, and they're going to be like a lower-than-low class. So they're be- not going
1: to want to better themselves? or
0: I think some of them will, but we, they're not going to be incentivized to. Like instead of like doing what we can to handicap this cult, handicap our culture. Like we live in a culture where like the government will do it for you, and that's what the basic income is. The government will do it for you, and I think that the basic income has to exist. But at the same time, it it doesn't have to. We could just say, here's instead of say everyone starve. No, instead of paying you money, you say we're gonna train you and help you. Mm -hmm. And for those who don't want to be trained and helped, then here's some money. Just like we already do right now. Well, here's
1: the thing. In his so about the bullshit jobs, right? Yeah. So in here, he talks about. So a lot of people, they think that. Um.
2: So. It says so. He says here. uh, So they ask, but even bullshit jobs provide income for people to survive on. Why is that such a bad thing?
1: So he says, the question is, if society has the means to support all these people, which it does, why is it that we insist that workers sit there filling in a hole and then digging it out all day? It doesn't make a lot of sense.
0: Yeah, so it's complaints efficiency. That's my same problem with those jobs. I mean, those, I mean it's not even, the, I mean, I wish it was people digging holes and, and taking them out. That wouldn't affect me directly. But there's things in all of our jobs that affect us directly that are bullshit jobs. And they have to, they make all of our jobs slower in turn, mhm, you know, I mean he's so yeah, it's a yeah, he's complaining about efficiency, but I, I don't believe that the government can sustain a a, a income like that, only on like a tax rate of like fucking forty percent or something.
2: I mean, they're I had doing no it thought
3: good yeah do you what do you what would you think about a national service but not to the military <clears throat> so like if you if you don't you know want to work <clears throat> you can join this national service and you're like you're kind of like you're put through training like the military your food and room and board is taken care of at various facilities uh you get a small paycheck as if you were an enlisted member and then you provide a service like, okay, maybe you're doing road repair for the next six months or something instead of hiring the unionized, super expensive private companies to do it. Or maybe you're on like park ranger duty and you go take care of the national parks.
0: So I think that would be great. Me and Michael talked about this before. Um, before we start doing this podcast about what's it? There's a movie I can't think of something about sheep or lions for sheep or something. Um, I can't think of the name of the movie, but in the movie, these kids they do a report and they say there should be a national service, like, like you should be everyone should be forced to do some public service. Mm-hmm. You know, which I think is very reasonable and I think it's good. Um, I I wish something like that existed. It won't because people people would say that um, there's a lot of people who just you know, capitalism won't allow for the government to do something like that. You know, it just won't allow people would complain, lobbyists would destroy it, and before it even got got to run, because it would so many companies would be ruined. You know, sure, the true. company that digs holes in the roads and the company that runs jails, maybe be annihilated by by that. All that free cheap labor. We need a nuclear war. We need to reset. We need a nice nuclear winter, is what we need. A
3: plague, wipe out like 80, 85% of the population, then we can get back to normal.
0: Dude, I think I think I think all of us, well, I won't say all of us, but me and Evan need to move to Japan. The reason I say that not Everyone's Michael like, wait, because wait, 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 wait. he would just go there and get in trouble. <laughs> He'd be locked up real fast. But uh me and Evan, <laughs> we could go there and be pretty successful. We'd be okay there. Uh, Evan would be really good and I could live in his flat until I got my act together.
3: Yeah. What What kind of pedestal am I being put on? I mean, you have good work ethic.
1: It's like, I Evan, go you do well, you speak Japanese, <laughs> you know the customs. Yeah. I mean, I think you could really excel there. Like, okay.
0: <laughs> no, what I'm saying is Evan has good work ethic, right? I don't have the best work ethic, but I appreciate good work ethic and I can learn to be better. Michael has a Fetish <laughs> oh for, for Japanese women that I think just would not be able to be abated if Wait. you went there <laughs> and lived. Let's <laughs> hmm. call it a
3: special interest.
0: Out of control, yeah, special
3: go. interest. A special interest. There you
0: go. <laughs> no, all jokes aside, though, I would love to live there just because they appreciate work ethic. Like, I don't think something like this would ever fly there because the people there are all about I have to do it myself. Like, it means something to work for the for the total, for for everyone. Mm -hmm. And that's something we lack here in America, and that's what we're in the trouble we're in.
3: Anyway. So we need, in this country, we need a much stronger sense of community and personal sponsorship, personal ownership. Mm -hmm. Okay, I agree.
2: Cool.
4: Yep.
0: All right. Well, what do we have, James? All right, I got two quick ones here. Um, So, I was watching something, and they were explaining why we use the word soccer, and it turns out soccer is...
1: It's a British term.
0: Yeah. So, it was invented first by the British, okay, and it was called associated football, and football was a general term for any field, anything played on, any sport with a ball played on a field, right? Football. Hmm. General term. So... Soccer is a so, is is a, is a shortening of associated football. I don't know how it works, but that's what it is. It's a it's a it's a shortening of that. So we are correct in calling it soccer. Okay, you're not a bad person if you call it soccer. You're not a ignorant ignoramus who's not aware of cultural sensitivities. The fucking game is correctly it's correct to call the game soccer. Other people started calling it football. Because it was associated football, and they said, oh, we'll just call it football. And instead of saying football was a general name for all kinds of things, they said this sport is called football, and it took off all over the world. Here, a different sport took off, and we started calling it football for obvious reasons, because you kick the ball around with your foot. Hand egg. Yeah, but I prefer hand egg.
1: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) It says here in this article, by the 1980s, Brits began to part with the term, apparently because it had become too American, meaning soccer. Yeah. So as recently and, as the 1980s, British people were saying soccer.
0: Yeah. It's a totally so. British term. Our, our British f- uh, masters. Yes. Their <laughs> term. Our colonial, grubby colonial natures mm-hmm. betrayed us. Um, <clears throat> okay, so that's all I have with that. Um, next thing is uh, Yule Float 2. This is a uh, <laughs> this is <laughs> Zen Float. I've been seeing this on Instagram for a while now. Um this company makes a tent you put in your house so you can have sleep deprivation tent in your house. And it's wait, You cheap. can have a what? Tent? A sleep deprivation tank.
1: Tank. Whoa. So Not, start. Stop. Stop. Wait, wait, wait.
0: Not sleep. Not it's sleep. It's definitely a tent. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Say it one more time. Start over.
3: What is it? A, a sensory, deprivation sensory deprivation
0: tent. tent. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was like, a sleep. sleep dep- like, if you
3: want to torture your neighbors, <laughs> kidnap sleep. them, put them in this tent.
0: Yeah, a sleep deprivation tent. I'll it just it plays salt. fucking salt and like fucking Norwegian death metal for hours on end. <laughs> Flashing um, lights. Yeah. yeah. There you four lights. FBI mode. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Um, but, yeah, so you can buy one of these to put in your house if you want sleep. Uh, sensory deprivation in your house. <laughs> it's supposed to be very good for you, honestly. Zen I don't know. Float it is. Company. Now,
3: there's one issue I see here that, no, that's, like, super cheap. Um,
1: for, Compared to all the other tents out there? To, like, no. a
3: legit float tank. Yeah. it's uh, there other
0: one is very expensive. I so, don't think this is us approved. Is that what you're about to say?
3: Well, no. I was going to say... How do you, presumably you put this like in a bedroom, how do you empty it? How do you filter the water? How do you clean it? You know, in larger know. tanks, that's all enclosed. Yeah, I don't know. This, this is like, okay, f- go buy a tent, um, well, secure must, the sides and
1: fill it with water. It must have something because they have the North American version, then they have the international version. So what's the difference? Oh, so
0: you think maybe there's a power situation yeah. there, a filter built in or something.
1: Yeah, it says 120 volts, 60 hertz. Okay, so maybe, maybe there's a
0: filter built in or a drain or a pump or something.
1: Complete filtration system, there complete temperature control system, salt not included. Uh, oh, they, they have a picture of it here. Oh, they have but for diet, 1900 bucks,
0: I mean, for 1900 bucks, this is, this is a good price for one of these, honestly. If I had a house...
1: Um, Evan, this sounds like something your dad would be like, what's up?
3: Oh, yeah, for sure. He's definitely getting one. I'm not sending in this link for that reason.
1: <laughs> Evan, I mean James, please forward it to Evan's father. Oh uh, man.
3: Oh <laughs> well. Well, sabotaging try my family. We gotta go we gotta try it next time we're over there. <laughs> yeah, I want to go try it. No, <laughs> just spend like sixty bucks and go to an actual float tank location. Mr. In Neil, you- I need to soak. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> on a Tuesday yeah. afternoon, can you come back yeah. from work? I need to soak, Mr. Yeah. Neil. <laughs> yeah
3: (laughs) oh geez yeah so Uh, there's not enough multi-level marketing in this he won't get involved yeah yeah Does your
1: dad do prepaid legal
3: dude he used to ha i don't Um, know if he still does for sure i i have no idea
0: but he definitely used to prepaid legal seemed like it was a good idea
1: you know i was talking with someone about it the other day and Apart from the actual one that we're talking about, prepaid legal, you know, LLC or whatever, um, like there are actual companies that you can pay them 20 or 30 bucks a month and they'll provide services to you. Yeah.
0: So I have a lawyer on retainer. Don't Mm -hmm. fuck with me. So I, I was
1: thinking about actually signing up for one of those.
0: So I think for the for the odd thing, the one-off thing that you would need it for like oh I'm getting screwed by my 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 one of my tenants or something and I'm a regular joe can you write up a document blah blah, blah. like I think that'd be worth it for that. You know what I mean? Just to have mm-hmm. someone and it'd be easy money for a lawyer who isn't like, you know, a super special lawyer. Like if you ran that service, you could just farm the work out to lawyers all over the all of the country and uh Make a make a make a nice little finder's fee. It'd be nice actually. That'd be you know. I think the concept of prepaid legal was good, but just the a pyramid aspect of it too. Was weird. It seemed like they just shoehorned pyramidism into it. It's very odd.
1: <laughs> well James, you tell three friends and they tell three friends. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean it's win freaking win, baby. It's fucking so strange. Like, um I forgot who it was. The one that gave my job took me to fucking Ugh, what did he drag me to?
1: Acai berries?
0: No, <laughs> acai. Oh, acai, so- Michael. Yeah, you pleb.
1: Oh well, I guess I won't be. No wonder I'm not making any sales.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it was a, uh, it was a uh, Meg- Herbalife. Oh, my dad was involved in that too. Oh, that was the full core press over there, man. They don't fuck around at all. They have you. They nail you down. Why don't you sign up now, man? Why don't you sign up now? You're like Jesus, <laughs> Jesus, give me a break. <laughs> it's like the fucking guy, the tall, It was a big ass meeting, and like the 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 Washington D.C. metro area leader came and sat down. It was like 500 people in the room. He sat down next to me. He's like, James, we need you on the team. Blah, blah blah. You know, Derek's been telling me so much about you. I made that name up. I don't remember the guy's name, but he's like, he told me so much about you. Da-da-da-da. Like they just really try to get you in, man. Oh yeah. Yeah, my Just my dad would have a garage guy. full of fucking Herbalife products and not be making any money. Mm. I mean, he's in.
3: My dad's in at least like four to five of those things right now, I'm sure. <laughs>
1: but your dad has, uh, he still has this construction thing? Yep. Oh, okay.
0: So your dad's got one thing right, and it's something I've been thinking about for a while, and we need to really, all of us need to get on this. So I'm going to give us another.
3: <laughs> huh? Diversify? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, like Wu Tang Finance diversify your bonds. In uh, <laughs> seven different pyramid schemes. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, but, right. Um, protect your goddamn neck. Yeah, yeah. protect your neck, son. <laughs> um, uh, you know what Wu Financial says: protect your neck, William. Uh, no, uh, I was thinking. Uh, so I was talking to a girl. <laughs> this is a funny story. This is definitely belongs on the podcast. So I was talking to this girl. I met this girl on on the interwebs, and I've been talking to her on the phone a couple times. And so she said, oh, "I was at work," and I was like, "Oh," and this is like three a.m. or something. I was talking to her, and she's like, uh, "No, it was like it's like one or two a.m." And she's like, "I just left work. I just finished work." And I was like, "Where are you working at one a.m.?" She's like, "Oh, uh, I answered the phone on a psychic hotline." I was like, "What?" <laughs> I was like, one is that a thing, and two, tell me all about it. And she was like, she's like, yeah, it's a thing, and it's great. And I was like, really? And she's she like, a yeah, psychic? It's... No, not at all. Actually, so the first time she told me about it, she said she wasn't a psychic. Now she told me about it, she said she is sort of a psychic, but she doesn't like to talk about it.
1: No, no, no. So what I mean is, is she the kind of person who answers the phone and
0: yes, psychic, psychic reads people. Yes. She yes. Is? Oh,
1: she does. Okay. Yes.
0: So I asked her about it, and I said, so give me an example. And she gave me an example. She's like, someone called her once to ask her if she was going to be in the will for her grandmother. And so she said, she told her, she's like, no, you're not going to be in the will. She left you out of the will. And she was like, ah, that bitch, I knew she did. And she said, thank you, and she hung up. And she said a lot of her stuff is like that, or people who just need to talk to somebody, like in the vent. You know, or or a lot of women who are in like an emotional crisis with their relationships. It's a lot of stuff like that. But man, she told me that shit. And I was like, how much do you make doing this? And she's like, like 300 bucks for like three hours. And I was like, whoa. And I was like, yo, that's a lot. we need to fucking <laughs> do some psychic hotline shit. Or and she said she said next year she wants to do phone sex. And I was like yo, put me on, son. I'll go up there and fucking phone suck a dude's dick. I don't care. (laughs) I wouldn't. I would feel really... I thought about it hard. I was like, would I be able to do it? And I was like, I probably wouldn't be able to. But at the same time, The money, she said the money in that is really good. And I was like, wow. So, anyway, the point of this ridiculous story and this ridiculous woman I met is we need other sources of income. We need some residual side income coming in. Just a little little something, a couple hundred bucks, ching-ching in the bank every now and again. You know? Mm -hmm. We got to diversify. We got to figure out what that thing is. And it probably won't be pretending to be a psychic or... Or no, uh, no, there's, no, there's no pretend, James. Well, maybe not for you because psych because that stuff runs in your family. It does. Your mom reads chicken bones. Yeah. And you're all mentally ill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh all all in. It's like I'm psychic. You have a mental illness. Yeah. It's like <laughs> your serious mental problems. But, uh, yeah, man, we got to mix it up. We got to do something else. We got to get some more ching ching coming in. We need a scam. How are we going to buy that Bugatti? Dude, <laughs> dude I, I've i been trying to scam people for months. I told, you... <laughs>
1: <laughs> I told you I want to get coinhosers.info, right? You bought that. Didn't That's you? already gotten. I think yeah, I must have the, the domain, right? Someone, someone here owns it. All right. So we have that. Uh, I want to make another site that's just a bunch of bullshit ads and shit all over it. Like those ones I get linked to on Facebook that I still click on because I'm a fucking idiot.
3: <laughs> um, You know, what's up? Mike, you need to design commemorative coins and sell them on coin hosers.
1: There, there you go. See? Or that star map bullshit. Yes. Name name a star. That one. Oh, that one's so good, man. <laughs> It's by the it's by the National Star Registry LLC. Yes. <laughs> <Jesus. laughs> oh God. Yes. Sell anybody anything. That's literally selling them nothing. That's a that's awesome.
3: Selling yeah. a dream. Mm-hmm.
1: That one's awesome. Sorry, yeah, I got I got coin hosed myself. We talked about that earlier.
3: So. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Me too.
1: Coinhosers.info. No. Nope. Oh, well. What you gonna do, huh? Yeah, it happens. <laughs> we all get got sometimes. Uh, we got
0: in on the on the alpha, so it was all good. We got yeah. on the ground floor of something great.
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess we should learn from the master, right? Our it's cold market
0: research.
3: Yeah. yeah, I'll have my dad give you guys a uh, a talk Yeah. on how to get hosed by scams.
1: <laughs> Does he actually make any money doing these things? I don't think so. Does he still sell that water thing for like a million
3: dollars? Yeah.
1: Has he actually sold any? Uh,
3: A couple, I
0: think. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. That's crazy. So, I think in everybody's life, some expensive gadget must fall. And I remember going to people's houses when I had my own computer company and I was doing stuff, and I would, like, these rich people, like, the guy who we went to, Dr., I can't think of his name, and I'm not going to say it on the podcast, but... Um, we went to, I remember at his house, he had a bunch of weird shit, you know, and I was like, like, like around his house. And I was like, what is this stuff? And he's like, oh, it's, he bought this thing or he bought that thing or whatever. So I could see someone like your dad selling something to someone like this guy, like someone with a lot of money who's like, yeah, I'll try it, you know? And you just have these like one off weird things. That's like a super proprietary thing and blah, 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 and you know, whatever. It's like the juice machine. Yeah,
1: you buy bags of juice and it uh,
0: <laughs> and it squeezes
1: out. <laughs> That's right, juice, Juicero, Juicero. That was it. Is that what it was? Yeah, Juicero. I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, Hah. dude, I was looking on eBay
0: to see if someone was selling a Juicero juicer. I just wanted one. I just wanted one and to buy some bags of juice and just like fucking this machine that all it does is squeeze and it was four hundred dollars. <laughs> Oh my god. Go pop some Capri Sun packets in that? Yeah, thing? basically. hmm Or some fucking uh some salad dressing. To so <laughs> go salad dressing packets. Oh man. Yeah. Alright.
1: Well,
3: I don't have anything else.
1: Yep. Yeah, I'm uh I think that's it, James. You got any other uh closing words for us?
0: Um no, I don't. I was looking for. I was hoping I could find some Juicero hacks, but I don't see any. So,
1: we got some uh, some reader feedback here. Um, so remember when we did the uh, the surveys on you know who, what did we say? Who has the best burger? Who has the best fries? Pumfrit? We did. We did. Who has the best fries? I know mm, we did that, yeah. right? Yep. So uh, we got uh, got some. Reader or loves a reader, listener feedback, uh saying that they want to have more surveys.
3: Yeah, there places. were a couple in the works, right? hmm
1: There were and sort we of never rough we, drafts. We never kinda went any further with it, but uh yeah, what do you guys think? Some more some more sure. surveys? So something like best desserts. I think we talked about that before. Um are we gonna do like fast food places or just like anywhere or Okay.
3: Um, I would say a qualifier has to be a national chain. A national I mean, you can't you can't be like, oh, there's the best dessert on the, you know, like my street corner in Baltimore,
1: mm-hmm. where like place. no one
3: else is gonna ever have it,
1: right? Okay, only Gino's on Forty Ninth, man. Yeah, the best. <laughs> like that's the one. Like right. All right.
0: so I'm sorry are you there's a picture there's a twitter a picture March 14, March 4th 2008 of a Juicero juicer on on the shelf at a fucking uh, Goodwill next to an old HP printer and a 15 inch monitor (laughs) yo it's the best thing I've ever
3: seen like 19 bucks
0: oh Jesus Christ. I'm sorry, Michael. Go ahead.
3: No, that's that's hilarious actually.
1: Um now now James you have to start scouring goodwills. Although yeah, well, I want eh, one. if they have one if they have a goodwill near you, then maybe Yeah. They might. Um but uh I guess where you used to live, uh uh-uh. uh. No one in Aberdeen has a juicero. You no, you.
0: no, 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 yeah, yeah. I need to go to the fancy fancy one in Potomac, but the, the Potomac one they'll <laughs> yeah. have. they probably have a, a four-foot, you know, bit of a aisle just dedicated to Juceros.
1: <laughs> the rich people come, oh, let me get rid of this rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Uh. All right. Well, I'll work on the surveys. I'll get some input from you guys. You know, we'll see what we want to do. I don't know. Did we ever do the best burger one?
3: Nope.
1: We didn't, did we?
2: Dang.
1: Yeah, all right. I think we have to do that, too. So, national chain. So, Evan, so you didn't say fast food, though. So, that could be a national chain like Red Lobster. Sure. Or Chili's. Mm-hmm. Is that a thing? Um, You know, whatever. Okay.
3: Or Dairy cool. Queen. Yeah.
1: Oh, Dairy Queen.
2: Oh, see? Okay. Okay. Could be a long list, but all right. We'll pare it down.
1: Yeah, maybe we'll have, like, all right, which one, which fast food place has the best dessert? Then maybe we can say, okay, what national block? You know, mm-hmm. do a couple different ones. All right, cool. Well, we'll work on that. We'll post it on the site uh, when we have it ready, but we'll also just, you know, we'll talk about it in the next show, too, I'm sure. So, okay, guys. Well, I think that's everything. So, thank you very much for joining us on uh, another very nice and wonderful episode of the IO panel. Uh, check out our website, iopanelpodcast.com. On there, you'll find links to our social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. You know, did it for the gram. Uh, our RSS feed is also linked there, so if you want to subscribe to the show. Or you can just search for us on um, anywhere you get podcasts, Google Play, iTunes, etc. You should be able to find us. If you have any comments, questions, suggestions, hate mail you want to send us, please send it to feedback at iopanelpodcast.com. If you want to support the show, there's a couple ways to do it. Send me money directly, if you know who I am. Send Evan money directly, or send James money directly. No. Um, Actually, though, we do have a Patreon, so if you go on our website, iopanelpodcast.com, There's a link there on the right-hand side to our Patreon. And uh, also, we have an Amazon affiliate link, which is very nice, very easy to use. Just click on that, then buy whatever you're going to buy, and we get a little little kickback. You know, we get get our beak wet, as James would say. So, uh, yeah. All right, well, if that's everything, then uh, I think we're going to call it. Thank you very much. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next time.